Hello everyone, welcome to the Edward White Audio Thoughts. This uh, week we talked to Lloyd Smith from uh, Incarcerated Escape Rooms in Swindon. Um, this is actually my longest uh, podcast episode, so um, yeah, enjoy it. It's two hours long, so you might have to take a break in between. <laughs> but honestly, we talk about so many different subjects and try to keep it businessy, but obviously like this is the Edward White Audio Thoughts, so it's just going to be various different things um we t- we talk a lot about like regulation and, and how it's important in certain industries and stuff like that we talk about the music industry um we talk about how you deal with stress and how you deal with with the kind of upturns and 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 the the shit that business throws at you so i hope you enjoyed this episode there's quite a lot of crude subjects quite a lot of um swearing and sometimes quite very opinionated <laughs> uh thoughts on it so yeah in in take it as you will obviously like lloyd explains everything what he means and and yeah enjoy it i hope you enjoy it um yeah enjoy the edward white audio thoughts bye hello everyone welcome to edward white audio thoughts i'm here with lloyd from incarcerated um do you want to just tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of what you do? Well, oh, you were going to start with the easy questions, weren't you? So I do lots. Um, I mean, more importantly, focused on what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I set up Swindon's first uh, escape room company. Um, we weren't the first escape rooms in the country, but we were the first to come to Swindon. Uh, me and the wife, uh, my wife, Danielle, I'd better mention her by name, <laughs> um, or I will get a slap. Um, we'd been to play a few escape rooms. Um, I was out of work um, due to a back injury and um, just set, um, shutting up shop of my record label, which we'll talk about more detail later on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I needed something to do. Thought we could do the escape rooms better than the ones we'd played. Um, and we brought them to Swindon. And, you know, three years down the line, we're still the largest independent uh, provider of of this type of entertainment um and it's it's a learning curve we're still learning every day the market's changing um and it's all good fun do you enjoy what you do in terms of the escape rooms and stuff or i, I mean i enjoy business as a whole like uh, make it making money is is what i was put on this earth to do um and, and i try and do it as well as possible i'm not great at saving money but mm. i am good at making <laughs> money um but in, I, we, i'm an entertainer so it's amazing just to be able to have people in um off the streets from corporate companies family dues hen do stag dues you name it we've we've done the party for it yeah um and just having people come in play through one of your creations and come out smiling cheering clapping it's a really really like humbling feeling that you know you've put your heart and soul into something and they've loved it i mean the closest i can describe thing i can describe it to is almost like producing a film so you produce a storyline you produce a set for it you put people in that environment you know obviously in ours they're they're locked in the room Mm. physically with a film you're sat in a cinema you know silent Mm. watching this thing um and yeah they come out and it's like they've lived their own story for an hour they've escaped from reality um and they've come together as a team work together people who don't normally talk end up talking the quiet one at the back of the group you know in the office everyone's got a quiet group i don't know if you've ever worked in a call center you know or um, an office-based environment doing admin work there's always that guy in the corner that doesn't talk to anyone doesn't interact Mm. put them in an environment where they're removed from their day-to-day life 
yeah. and all of a sudden they become this new person. <laughs> they get to do what they want to do. So it's really, really rewarding to to be able to entertain people in the medium that we do. Um, so yeah, it's all good, fun and games. How do you see how do you see it developing? Um, I see it develop. It's already developed from from what it was. I mean, originally we could get away with um, locking people in a room filled with padlocks, filled with puzzles, solve the puzzles, open the padlocks, get your reward, get out. That was an escape room to start with. Now that is still popular among certain people. I for one love going into a room seeing that there's a four, five, six digit padlock, knowing that I've got to find a set of numbers or mm. a set of letters or patterns or colors, whatever it is, my brain instantly knows what I'm I'm looking for. Um, but that's not for everyone. Obviously with any industry, um, it's all about the experience. So now it's about bringing them in, giving them this amazing briefing, setting them up before they go into the scenario or environment, but then in there having sensors switches buttons electronic mag locks all this sort okay. of technology in mm. there that they can interact with that they wouldn't interact with on a daily basis mm. like you get someone to put four or five switches in the correct order and all of a sudden a box pops open they're like wow what's that box mm. over there it's that next level of immersiveness of, mm. of excitement and just doing what they've not done in their day-to-day -day life um, people look at us as if we just oh you just put some puzzles in a room no yeah. we haven't there's si there's genuine science mm. behind what we do um, my colleague Simon who you know I've, I've got to attribute a lot of our recent creations to um, he studied game design at university now oh, okay. this wasn't his calling he was going to go design computer games yeah 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 you know coding this coding that co straight over my head yeah, don't yeah. Even <laughs> talk to me about coding I am a spaz when it comes to that um but he he studied a book called Homo Lumens, which is by a bloke called Jozan Heisinger. Okay. Now he set out the five principles of play. Mm. Now I'm trying to do this from memory, but essentially it's taking someone out of their environment. Yeah. They're not um, being paid to do it. Okay. Um, it's a timed event. Yeah. Uh, and essentially it's it's free. Mm. Now it's not free in terms of cost. No. It's freedom of expression and stuff like that mm. so if you can set out these five principles of play which again i'm more than happy if anyone wants to get hold of me after the podcast to, to have a proper session and, uh, and learn about this but if you if you use these five elements or these five principles they will learn they will engage mm. and they will um be able to recall that information yeah, a yeah. lot better um than if it was just here solve this bit yeah. of paper or a click exercise on the thing where you know we've all done these things multiple choice mm. questions where <laughs> you'll get a circle if there's a circle around the box you're ticking that's the wrong answer look for the one that's got a square yeah, yeah. the one that's a square is the yes bit and that's again the thing i've been taught with coding so yeah like i say it, it's all good um how do you think people oh, could use that in their sort of business lives uh, well, it's great. I mean, in terms of team building, you put someone in an environment where it's a level playing field. Mm. So let's take, for example, six people, Dave, Sarah, Tom, whatever, you know, give them some names to give it a bit of character. But you take these six people, yeah, take them out of their office where every single day, maybe Dave mm. pisses Sarah off a little bit or she's a little bit naggy at work. All of a sudden, they're locked in an environment. They haven't got a sweet fucking clue about what to do in there. They are just... I'm in a room. Mm. There's some lights over there. There's some stuff to do here. 
it's a level playing field. All of a sudden, they have to communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to talk it to each other. Yeah. Four of them might not know what they're doing, and one of them might go, this is my idea. Mm. All of a sudden, a leader might emerge. There are so many different levels mm. of what can happen in there as soon as you remove them from that environment. Yeah, yeah. Again, going back to the five principles of play. I, I think I meant that. Like, with the could could people use the five principles of play... Oh yeah, but in their business, of course like, they could. You'd have to find a way of doing it. Yeah, um, you, you'd have to be able to set up a challenge. But yeah, by all means, of course they could. It's the same. We use the the presentation we do. Um, again, trying to remember it off off of the top of my head is is impossible. I should have brought some notes. With <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, I'm going to ask you questions about your working life. Can you tell me the science behind it? <laughs> no, I cannot. I I've not got my cheat sheet, but. Um, we actually set out um, two descriptions. Yeah. And essentially, it's a little paragraph that says, it's fun, blah, 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 and whatever it is. Um, but when you remove the word fun, mm. play and work are exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I'll, I'll find for the comments in your section a little bit from our, uh, from our presentation, because um, we do a lot of networking around Swindon. Yeah, yeah. So or maybe even like screen share it and then screen, it in the oh, comments yeah. or whatever. Perfect. Yeah. There we go. That will get me right out of the shit at the moment. There you go. Um, so yeah, we do. So <laughs> People we, will know what you're talking about. <laughs> believe me, I know my business. <laughs> Ask me numbers. I know the numbers. That's what I'm here for. Um, but no, we, in all seriousness, we do do a lot of networking around Swindon. So like Swindon's fantastic. We'll mm. go into that in a minute about how positive um, the business community is around the area because that's yeah. one thing I found. I don't think, because I grew up in London, we'll go mm. into that, I'm sure, later on, but I don't think I would have had the freedom um, of moving around um, the different businesses yeah. that I have had in Swindon had I still been in London. I don't think they're as open, they're as connect. You've obviously got different, you know, boroughs, you, different areas. Do you think that's, like, just the kind of the London lifestyle or people don't really well, talk to each other. A great example. My friends come up to see me now. My best mates still live in London. They're godparents to my daughter. Yeah. Um, and they find it weird when they come to Swindon or Marlborough and we're walking down um, the high street or whatever. Yeah. And some random person talks to them about <laughs> the weather or the bus service. Yeah, 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 or yeah. have you been to Costa to try their new latte? Whatever yeah, yeah. it is. They find that weird. Whereas okay. me and you would probably walk down the street and talk to anyone because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're sort of more, you know, accepting, more warming. And, yeah. Maybe it's the multiculture of, of London that, that, that stops that. But they get on the tube and mm. they will sit there for an hour just to themselves, maybe with music in, and not actually interact. Because if, yeah. you, if, you, um, if you go on the tube and start trying to spark up a conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. so they're going to look at you and go, go away, you prick. Um, <laughs> and that's it, and you move on. So mm. it's that lifestyle. Yeah, I think, um, I think it is just city culture. There's, mm. there's, there's so many people there. It comes across a little bit weird if you just start talking to the, you know, the random person next to you. Yeah. I mean, I walked through Swindon Town the other day and no one was smiling. I was like, please, just someone crack a smile. Mm. And then I thought, oh, the world's coming to end. It was a dreary day. I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I let him off. Um, but then I walked up to the top of town and there was some, you know, 78, 79 year old woman, <laughs> obviously lost it a little mm. bit in her mind. You're right there, love, like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, it just made me laugh because I've been through this whole town where no one was talking. Mm. And this this little dithery old lady at the top of town was just so happy to just interact with yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get that, you get that in the countryside and I love it. I, lo I love those little moments in life where you, 
something happens and it just makes you smart or it makes like the people around you smart like i can't think of something but like you, you know you see a little moment or a little yeah. thing happen and, and it, you just it's think, one of them I'm things so glad that i like you were there to witness yeah, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it happened. it's one of those things and i know why you can't think of anything because you're on the spot and mm. I'm, the, I'm the same with it stuff just happens in life and you spot it and you laugh like um, I, I spoonerize quite mm. a lot. So, uh, you know, Edward White, I can't do it with your name. That's a crap example. Sorry. <laughs> but like, there's a lorry company called Fowler Welch. Mm. Now I'm a child, right? So I always go Wowler Felch. Now I'm not going to tell your, what your, you know, listeners, what felching is, please go online <laughs> and have a look at it. But that makes me giggle every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. And it's little moments like that. That I, you know, I'm driving down the motorway and I see this lorry and I just think I am such a child. Um, <laughs> what does your wife say about it? <laughs> she hates my my sense of, my my sense of humour. Like I've got a dark, sadistic, completely crude sense of humour. Um, but that, do you know what? That actually helps in some of the ideas that, that we do around here. Like we've built a um, a horror room called the Tortured Soul. Okay. Um, and originally that was going to be a complete scare fest, mm. um, but we had to scale back our expectations due to budget size of the room and stuff like that um we're not blessed with space in the building we're in however we're creative enough to be able to work around those issues now the tortured soul there's a part in it where uh, again i can't tell you exactly because that's part of the, the magic of escape rooms it's all a secret but there is a part where you walk into a completely pitch black area the lights are out you've got a little lantern and then you you do an action which produces a sound yeah instantly you've got that sound and it puts you on edge yeah yeah yeah. three four seconds later this building is filled with screams <laughs> because something happens yeah yeah um and for those who've, who are listening that have, that have played the tortured soul don't don't spoil it at all <laughs> um leave it let's let people get scared but we're really good at taking people out of their comfort zone and that comes a lot from having a sadistic sense of humor mm. um and and actually being able to appreciate i mean i'm a south park kid so that, yeah, that's yeah, probably yeah, where yeah, it comes yeah, yeah. from okay, yeah, yeah. like it's on netflix now so yeah, i've been yeah, absolutely yeah. binge watching south park <laughs> going back and laughing about all of the things that i was just a child about but i think that the world at the moment and this is the point i was trying to come to i don't want to use the word term snowflakes because i don't want to offend anyone but everyone is just a bit of a pansy like the whole Bernardo Silva thing with Mende, do you watch football? No. So he's Bernardo Silva, Man City player, um, and I hope I get the names right here because I will look a fucking twat if not. Um, but he's tweeted a picture um, of uh, of child Mendy, who's a black guy, mm. and a character from a cartoon. I've never seen the cartoon before, and it's a black character. Yeah. And everyone's calling him a racist. No, he's fucking not. Right, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He plays football professionally with this guy. Yeah. They've been at two football clubs together. They're friends. They're friends, yeah, It's yeah, yeah. like you posting a picture of me looking like Baby P's mum. Yeah. Genuinely, go online, <laughs> yeah, yeah, look yeah. at Baby P's mum. It's basically me with ginger hair. <laughs> you know, my mates, my mates from my old job, when I worked for an agricultural firm, they used to put pictures up of that. And I genuinely look like him. It's awful. It's mm. a a horrible <laughs> thing but they're not being offensive they're not being it's, malicious it's a about bit, it a bit yeah, of banter yeah, 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 like yeah. and I can't think of what else recently like but it's people just need to grow up a little bit and ex accept the fact that actually having a little bit of you know piss taken out of you or a little bit of fun mm. we're not trying to upset you we're not bullying you no no you don't need a safe space you don't need to go and cry no 
just laugh it off. Yeah, yeah, Make yeah. a joke back at them. Like it's yeah, yeah. like the bit I the thing I'm getting annoyed with society about most at the moment is the fact that you cannot have a laugh anymore. You need to be able to have a laugh. Everything mm. in this world can have fun made of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can make a joke of it. As yeah, long yeah. as you're not being offensive and meaning what you say. Yeah, yeah. I don't see the problem with it. So yeah, I know I went a bit off on a little tangent there, but that's that's the thing that's annoyed me this week. And the FA have charged him, <laughs> genuinely charged him over it. So and I mean, because it's in the public. But you've got John Barnes, you know, doing something, don't they? Ex football player John Barnes, black guy. Even he's come out and said, mm. "Stop being stupid." Yeah, yeah. Like they aren't being offensive, they're mates. So. Mm. Yeah, to anyone listening to this, stop getting offended at everything because you are part of the problem. I'll tell you what I think it is, and I th- I, this is just my two cents on it. It's like, I think that too many... like in, We live in a world where everything's... We're opinionated about everything. So we watch the news. It's, an, it's basically people giving us opinions on what they think's happening. Yeah. We watch the sport. It's Gary Lineker giving, giving you opinions on what yep. they think the football's happening. And it's like, why do we need so many opinions on things? Like... Why can't we make up? I, I think we we're lacking the sense of making up our own kind of decision, and we're told. And I think this how this happens with like social media and stuff is we're we're told basically what or, or we see what we want to see. So yeah, if we're, we're if we're seeing oh yeah he's racist because he put a picture of a black guy with a black guy, then we're gonna start thinking like that. If you know what I mean, like, and I think people aren't lot, aware enough. A lot of it is blown out of proportion. I mean. <laughs> I know we all use social media. I know it is incredible in terms of connecting people. Yeah. But for every incredible moment we've had on social media, there are at least four, five, six bad examples of why it shouldn't be in control. Uh, I say in control. It is in control of us. You look at people nowadays walking around glued to their phones. But do you think it's bad? Do you think it's a bad thing? Uh, I, uh, the, the older I get, the more I'm starting to become a little bit disillusioned with it. I don't think it's a bad thing. No. Um, I just think its original purpose was um, to be able to be in contact with people. Connection. Connection and doing that. The the bit I have a problem with is the lies behind it um, and how people can manipulate certain situations, product placement. I mean, there was a story recently I heard, and again, it could be fake because I've read it on Facebook. I don't actually know. Mm. But there was an influencer on Instagram trying to sell essentially feminine products mm. to 13-year-olds. <laughs> now, I'm not being funny. If I caught my, 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 my daughter's five and three, and mm. you know my son, well, he's not my son, he's my wife's little brother, but for all intents and purposes, we raise him as one of ours. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all watch YouTube. They all watch influencers. Mm. Now, I did some, some digging the other day, and YouTube uh, has something like one billion hours worth of views a day. Yeah. A de- like, literally, it's about to overtake US um, television viewing yeah. figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not far off. Even in the time I've done that research, it probably has taken over. Um, I mean, Facebook has got something like 1.35 billion views, daily daily users on it, and something like four per per bytes. You might know the the technical speaks more than I. Basically, up above terabytes, loads. Okay, yeah. Four new, new whatever it was, starts PB, look it up. I I can't (laughs) think of the word. But four PBs worth of new data every single day and when I looked at that's like one quadrillion <laughs> or something bits of uh, bytes mm. of data that's ridiculous the amount of stuff that is going on online mm. 
some of that has to be bad. Some of that isn't positive. Some of that is not necessary. But I don't see it ending. But I then don't, you, you I, choose what you follow. Yeah, I and know. I, I, like, I, this is my argument is like, and I, I've only just come to realise this, like, uh, within the last year. It's like, I was following, like, booty pics on Instagram. Like the we proper, all love booty pics. The, the, <laughs> la- the lads kind of, if you looked through my Instagram feed, you'd be like, all right, he's a lad, like, yeah, yeah. like booty, like, boobs, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but then my missus likes the dream boys. Yeah, no, 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 but that's what I'm saying, is you choose to follow them yeah. and see that and just see that, like, I've deleted all of it. I just follow creative accounts now and, like, people who are, like, like, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, I know. I'm, I'm not getting distracted. I'm not getting like. I'm not seeing all that and being like, oh, I don't know like that. Or, do you yeah, know what I, mean? I, like, I, I, I see what you're getting at. It's that influence. Like, you look at it and you think, oh, I wish I could be that. Look, I know I'm overweight. I know I'm not Brad Pitt. You know, but I'm happy within myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's one big thing that I try and um, try and put across on social media. So. All of I'm king of first takes. Like that's what they call me around the office. Anytime we do <laughs> yeah. shooting footage, anything like that, I am um, I'm king of first takes. So every video you get from me on my social media, because I'm trying to do that whole oversharing thing at the mm. moment, just to, as a bit of a case study for myself, really. Um, but everything I put out is raw, mm. shot first time. Yeah, yeah. You get the f in, you get the Jeff in, yeah. you get the silly movements with my hands because yeah, I'm yeah. quite handsy. I'm a salesman. Um, I'm really handsy. Yeah, stuff. I know. It's like, like, yeah, you, you come across when, when, when they take out all, all the sound and stuff. You look like you're wanking someone yeah, yeah. off. Uh, it's like, oh my god, why did I do that? Like, I, did that I, did. I, <laughs> I did that the other day. I did that the other day. I signed microphone. Which, if you do that sign, if, if you do that, it looks. <laughs> <laughs> so I was yeah. like, I was looking back. I was like, sorry, uh, Ed's in the background sucking off someone. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, worry. Like, yeah, invisible like ghost <laughs> in the background. Like no, and I think that's it. Like. I'm as real as they get and I think years ago I tried being someone I wasn't when oh, I was yeah. younger like you know I've done the J from in between us oh yeah I've done this I've done that and people saw straight through it and then when I actually came to that like almost social maturity because mm. um, a lot of my year, like young, younger years I was a bit of a reprobate um, <laughs> for, for the people that know um, so read into that however you will but I, because I was in that crowd I was just trying to fit in. So I'd moved from London when I was, you know, 11 years old. Yeah. Gone from primary school into secondary school. Yeah. Knew absolutely no one. Got put with the weird kid with glasses. Hi, my name's Tim. I don't th- <laughs> I don't know if his name was, but, you know, oh, you could be my friend. And like, he's a lovely guy, but it's like, you're not the sort of person yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. hang out with. Excuse me. So I had to go and find, um, go and almost find myself again. And in mm. doing that, you know, I did tell a couple of white lies mm. and I'm, I'm you know looking back probably not the best idea because people were like no he's talking shit yeah but now i just try and be honest try and be just me and mm. what's good about or what i've noticed from that over the last few years is people have started to respond to the stuff that i'm putting out so i'll put a facebook page up or post or whatever it is yeah and i'm starting to get the 40 50 60 likes i'm mm. starting to get that engagement factor um, wish I could do that on my business, but you know, that's fa- totally different. That's vision, Facebook no, no. algorithms yeah, yeah, for yeah, you yeah. going here. You have nearly six thousand followers, but we're only going to show you to ten percent of them. Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, Facebook. <laughs> here, but you can pay us money and access X amount. Mm. That's just business. You know, we're not looking at that. But in terms of like actually having a personal brand, because I obviously follow what you do and yep. I, I really, really like it. 
having that personal brand and having that engagement actually seems to be where I think social media is going to go back to. So I think yeah. people are going to get fed up with, here, here's this product, push this product. They just want to see real life. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. Look, you look at the number one comedy podcast at the moment. Do you know who it is? Chris Ramsey and his wife. Oh, yes. Yeah, Shag Maraganoid. It's fantastic. Tell me about that. And it I really want to check it out. so yeah. good. Like, you know, plug Chris Ramsey, free tickets. Thanks very much, mate. Um, <laughs> but it's just him and his missus having a chat, having a laugh, talking about their life, being a little bit crude. I mean, Shag Married Annoyed is a title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, he gets to actually do a little bit of his, his home style comedy and mm. you get that real feel from them. Whereas you listen to some other podcasts, I can't think of any off the top of my head, and they just come across a little bit forced. It's nice that, to have that real, let's just talk. Yeah, Let's see I, where we go with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You get someone come in and go, right, I'm going to ask you 10 questions I want to ask you about these this, These are the this, questions, this. these are the questions. These are, and I, I think, yeah, too many people plan it. And I think, again, going back to social media and the content, too many people plan their content and they, they overlook it way too much in terms of, whereas I, I put a picture of just the front of a co-op yesterday and with the Costa. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, or like, the free coffee. Yeah, like my two cents on it. And like I was like, this is what I think what are your thoughts and then that got loads of engagement in terms of comments and stuff yeah it does it really really does you don't have to overthink content whereas I think too many people do yeah and it's planned it's got them weird angles where they're they're stood up above you like that Uh, yeah yeah the the light get the correct light Uh, don't get my fat arm don't get my double chin (laughs) I don't care if like sorry Lucy but that's really hard to do (laughs) you're huge like walking through like Godzilla going please make me look thin I'm sorry love I can't do that for you I can't, I can't you. work magic I can't yeah. work magic <laughs> bring in Penn and Teller or, you know. yeah, you're, not, you're not paying me enough to do that <laughs> foolish no love you're fat no, and that's, that's harsh no I'm not I'm not trying to fat shame or anything like that what do you, what do you think for that what, about obviously fat? You're, you're a bit larger I I'm a fat bastard yeah, yeah that's fine you can say okay. it um, um, I, I, do you know my personal thought on this yeah if you have spent 10 years eating food and yeah. you've got yourself fat Unfortunately, it's your own fault. You can't blame anyone for putting the pie in your mouth. Right now, I'm currently on a weight loss course. It's perfect time to go on to it. So I got to 21 stone five. Mm. That's fat. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I've got man boobs. They mm. jiggle. I've got a belly. It overhangs my willy. Can't even, fucking, you even know, like can't walk- see my feet. That type of thing. <laughs> but even like walking, like getting out of breath and, and feeling fatigue and like tired and just you, you've done it to yourself. Like, and uh, people can come back at me and say that's really offensive. No, I haven't gone out and called someone particularly. You know, no. I'm just pointing out there are thin people, there are fat people. I don't agree with people who are stick thin. I think it looks disgusting seeing ribs and you know all this. Mm. look like can snap them if you fuck yeah, them yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's sorry that was a bit bit, bit rude but you see where I'm coming from yeah. it's, it's being that blunt about things at the end of the day it took my mum and dad years of going you're getting really fat you're getting yeah. really fat for me to finally go shit actually I looked mm. at myself in the mirror one day and I was ashamed I was mm. like you're, you're grotesque like mm. I, and I finally saw the problem with, mm. with where I was at. I've got I've got three kids at home. I've got a wife. Mm. I've got a business. I've got people that re- rely on me. Yeah. I cannot get to 40 years old and just drop dead from a heart attack no. because I've decided to eat Greg's every morning. Genuinely, yeah, 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 yeah. my diet would be, I'd go to Greg's in the morning, it'd start off with a bacon roll and a cup of tea. Yeah. Then it's a bacon roll, a cup of tea and a steak slice. Then it's that extra bit. Yeah, then it's the fizzy yeah, yeah, drinks yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. But fat shaming, I don't agree with it online. No, I don't think you should go out to someone who is... I 
bullying is wrong in all forms yeah but at the end of the day people that turn around and go well they called me fat oh I don't like myself you've mm. only done it to yourself no one put that pie in your mouth and <laughs> I, I, you know I, I'm now signed up I'm now signed up to uh, Road to Glory the yeah. boxing white collar block boxing I'm raising money for dementia yeah. and the reason I'm doing it is because A I want to get into shape mm. and B I want to I want to give something back I want to do something for a good cause yeah um and I've said to my mates, I said, don't don't go easy on me. I don't no. want compliments. I don't want airy-fairy comments. No, no, no. Call me fat. Call me, give me that motivation because mm. that's what got inside my head, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I haven't asked them to bully me. Just make jokes about it. Mm. And, you know... I think I, I, I went top in fantasy football this week, right? Mm. Which is amazing. Fuck you, lads. Uh, <laughs> if, they, if they watch or listen to this. But the first comment that come back is, oh, the first time Lloyd's been first at anything is life. Um, <laughs> and then my mate come back and said, yeah, because buffet cues don't count. <laughs> Funniest comment I've had this week. That, that is banter at its best. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And that's the sort of thing, again, going back to comedy and not being, being offended by mm. anything, that's the attitude you could take. Mm. Yes, I'm, I'm fat. I'm yeah. one of the big guys. Yeah. I know I am. But I also appreciate, you know, just to make sure we are level-headed for, for the listeners, I appreciate that my mental stability is stronger than others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I think, appreciate yeah. that there are chemical imbalances in people's minds. I appreciate that some people do get depressed mm. about things. I, if you are like that, go and talk to someone. Yeah, to get, go seek and professional seek advice professional and, yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just talk it. Why are you upset? Because hopefully by you opening up about your personal struggles you might find that solution in trying to help yourself. Half the time it's like psychological though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like, it is mindset. It stems to do with like mostly childhood, the shit that you can track back to childhood and go, oh, that's why they do that. And Yeah, I, I, I think some of it might be a little bit pseudoscience, but I do agree with you. If mm. someone has gone through something traumatic, yeah. it's worth revisiting that and going through. Because I can't actually pinpoint any childhood tra trauma. No. I, I, I lived maybe in... Like moving school or... Maybe the moving school, maybe the moving school and trying to fit in. That and, acceptance. Uh, and, and that acceptance yeah. issue. Um, I think a lot of it as well. I mean, my mum, uh, years ago, she was an entrepreneur herself. Um, she set up three flower shops. Yeah. You know, she got up at three in the morning, down at the flower market by four. She'd come home five, six, seven, eight at night. This is before I was born. Yeah. Um, she sold them in order to have me. Mm. Um, but, I mean, she's done flowers for, for movie films. She got silver at Chelsea Flower Show. <laughs> Um, she had a uh, shop in central London that was the celebrity hotspot for flowers, mm. like funerals, weddings, whatever it is. She would come, she would do those. Yeah. Um, so yeah, having, having that sort of inspiration in the family, but then my dad worked for slush puppy for years and mm. amongst anything. So he's come home with, you know, sugary drinks every yeah, fucking yeah, day. No yeah. wonder I'm fat. Thanks dad. But he uh, would travel. Yeah, childhood. Yeah, yeah, childhood, going back to it. I know He's what it is. He's filling you up with slush puppies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, try this new flavour. It's fucking sugar. good, Dad. Yeah, sugar. Bring Love it. all the genome. But, um, yeah, he would travel a lot for work and he wouldn't be about, and, you know, he would be in hotels calling, saying, oh, hi, how are you doing? So maybe there is, you know, a lack of connection with my dad that I've only just managed to get because, you know, I, like I say, I fucked about when I was yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. through to 21, 23 until I got married. Um, and yeah, I spent a lot of time partying, mm. a lot of time partying, more than I should have. Um, again, read into that what you will. Um, I'm a man of the world and I've tried most things. Um, but he was never proud of anything that I did in that in that time. I bounced between jobs. I couldn't find where did I wanted to Did he vocalise that? 
Possibly. Or did he not I, do you know what? I, it, I, you know I, I was smoking a lot of weed at the time, so I can't really remember. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. There was never a um, there was never an acceptance. Like <coughs> he saw the path that I was going down, and that was because I came from you know most of my friends in London have never done drugs. Yeah. Right. They've all got jobs that are over a hundred thousand pounds a year and stuff like that. And you would think being in a city they would struggle with those types of problems mm. whereas i moved to a small village in yeah. you know just outside of swindon mm. Rawton, and everyone knew everyone oh, so all it so took bad isn't it yeah, all it yeah. took was the lack of sports and mm. education which we didn't have much of because yeah. you're in a little village there isn't extracurricular activity for, for kids we sat down the park and we smoked away our childhood. Mm. Genuinely, I'm not ashamed yeah, of that. You know, yeah, anyone yeah. that can look back and go, you know, I've changed. I don't do any of that anymore. Mm. I've set up two businesses. I've, I've got married. I've had kids. You know, I've moved on from that. People are yeah, allowed yeah, to yeah. make mistakes. You know, if half a parliament can be snorting cocaine on a regular basis, I'm allowed to have had a few joints here and there. <laughs> um, but essentially, we had nothing to do. So we'd sit down the park and it only took three or four bad influences. Yeah. And a young lad like me trying to fit in any way possible, mm. who had a ridiculous tolerance for most things, <laughs> um, to all of a sudden get snapped up in this whirlwind. And I come from a middle class background, so we, yeah, had, yeah, ca yeah. we had cash. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it wasn't a problem. I was able to filter out my allowance, my everything mm. like that. Um, I mean, like I was telling you just off camera, I also set up a tuck shop at school. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was 15 years old, I was coming in with, um, with duffel bags filled with cans of Coke. <laughs> Now, luckily for me, my dad was involved with a catering company when we moved to Swindon. Mm. So I was picking up 24 cans of Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, whatever it is, five pound a crate. So you can imagine the sort of profit I'm making when I'm yeah, undercutting yeah. the sports or, or the canteen by, by five pence a can. Yeah. So there's 65 in there, I'm selling them for 60p down, down the thing. Mm. That ended up moving into selling fags for 50p a fag. Because back in the day, yeah. my school allowance was two pound 50 to go to school to get lunch. <laughs> A pack of fags was 187. Yeah, yeah. You could go to the sweet shop, get yourself a drink, a pack of fags, go to school and sell them all for 50p. All of a sudden, I'm making three pound profit, just yeah. over three pound profit yeah. per pack of fags. And um, for inland revenue or anyone listening, that never happened. It's all fake. Uh, <laughs> fake, fake, news, news. Guys, <laughs> fake news, guys. That never happened. Again, uh, it, the, the point I'm trying to make is in one month, I turned over nearly a thousand pounds by mm. undercutting the school. <laughs> I got in a shitload of trouble when they found out, mm. you know, because there's cameras of this lad doing the old Del Boy out the bot. But I'd, I'd sell out by lunchtime and that go, my nan lived around the corner, I'd go and reload. And, <laughs> you know, that was another thing that I, I just had money back yeah. in the day. So I got caught up and, yeah, going back to our original point, I, I do think that the lack of um, funding for extracurricular activity. I, I think all kids under 18 should be should be allowed to do some sort of free sport. However yeah. however that is given to people. Mm. And if I ever, you know, manage to wangle my way onto, you know, the council or MP or whatever <laughs> I decide to do when I'm older, that is something I would push. I, I think funding should be cut in certain areas. Mm. You know, I'm not saying stop giving bus passes out to the elderly or you know stop helping the blind mm. what i'm saying is money should be made available because ever since doing this this boxing challenge i found a new discipline that i never thought i'd have yeah like i i'm listening to people like i've run businesses i like being a manager i like being in control yeah but actually going into an environment where i'm i'm the newbie i mm. don't know anything this is completely alien to me i've sat and ate pasties and cakes and sugary drinks for 29 years 
and all of a sudden I'm doing my first sporting challenge. Mm. I played a bit of football, played a little bit of rugby yeah. at school. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't consider that doing sports. That you know, that's not a competition. Yeah, not it? not yeah. competitively for myself. No. So going in and learning this new discipline, it's at, my mindset's completely changed, mm. and I, I genuinely think if we could reinforce that onto onto the youth of today, and I know there are programs out there. I'm not saying there's not. There just needs to be a more active approach in, in into pushing it, even forced, you know, mm. you will do a sport when you're under 18, just to give them I that think, competitive edge. I think that, or something creative. Yeah, or because something I, creative. I, I fucking hated sport. <laughs> fucking hated PE. Um, Drop and give me 20, come yeah, on, man. Yeah, <laughs> like rugby, like what the fuck? Like I'm not going to play, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you are a little lad. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I'm just like, nah, hated sports, hated running, if I could get out of it, I would have. Yeah. And oh, don't worry, mate. I skive cross country as well. You know, done cross country going this way. And I just took the little side path. Going, no, oh, how did you do it so quick? And you're oh, like, oh, just, uh. yeah, just really good, mate. <laughs> but no, okay. Or something creative. No, something that or gives Or entrepreneurial. Them, yeah. Some, which I, I think I would have... Mm, it's that dedication. Yeah. Got, it's almost setting them a goal. They need to have something to do yeah, to yeah, focus yeah. on. Um, and if you can find that passion in people early enough, the, the, the results are fantastic. I mean... You look at the crime rates in London and stuff like that at the moment. Um, do you want me to pause? No. no. So you look at the crime rates in London, eight little 18-year-olds, even 15, there's 10-year-old, nine-year-old got caught with a fucking knife the other day. <laughs> at nine years old, I wondered what would happen if I bloody stuck a Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels car up my arse or how bad my farts <laughs> could smell if I you know, ate carrots and broccoli for three days straight. I mean, I wasn't worried about going out with a knife. No. They're scared. They're mm. little children mm. that need some sort of hope in their life, something to just put their mind to, to forget about all this shit. Mm. Um, I, I think the legalisation of drugs needs to happen. And yeah. people can disagree with me as much as they want. Cannabis or stronger? I, I don't th obviously not heroin or cocaine or anything like that. I do think the decriminalisation of, of cannabis should happen. Mm. It's taken up uh, public funds by arresting people who have possibly got caught up with the wrong people mm. it would take the money out of the county lines you know gangs that are earning fucking millions a year from exploiting children mm. just look at what happened to Kingsdown School in, in Swindon recently <laughs> um, but you look at the results of um, what happened in Portugal now I'm not saying necessarily for we should legalise it the way California or the Netherlands have or <coughs> or anything like that mm. And just because it's legal, I'm not going to go straight back out and start smoking it again and become, a, you know, an addict. No. I have issues with addiction. I've overcome them and I understand where my, where my flaws are. The reason being is I don't think they're doing that much wrong. You look at how much money is wasted in the NHS on a weekend because people are going out and getting pissed up and fighting. Mm. I've never met a stoner that smoked a bong gonna fat rip <laughs> and then gone do you know what I want to fight yeah the, the most they're gonna fight is the fucking rapper to try and get yeah, a yeah. cake out of a pack do you know what I mean <laughs> or the pillow <laughs> or chewing on their pillow you know yeah. and no one in the world has ever overdosed from it no. it is not a problem um, and I think all this what about the problem of because you said this earlier about um, maybe smoking too much and yeah. becoming but it's the the problem the problem is it's it, yeah the schizophrenia I understand that THC the links I, I understand the research you know you, you don't you're not a stoner for eight years of your life without researching some of it mm. at least the issue is at the moment it's not regulated they as in the drug dealers 
are growing cannabis to super strengths yeah. in order to boost profits. Yeah. If it's regulated, it is controlled. Mm. Let the scientists, let the people who understand the fucking concept of it yeah, yeah, yeah. do something about it. it you know? and, stuff. Yeah, I, and I could go on for ages and ages about that debate. It's, you know, people have their opinion. I have my opinion. I'm not looking to fall out with anyone about it. But the research that I've, I, I've seen, the research mm. that I've discovered, um, it I helps. I just thought I'd mention it because yeah, you no, said it no. earlier and I was like... I mean, the, the kind of counterbalance yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's it, it's fine. Like it, it's bad. The the issue being, and I don't want to be a hypocrite. The issue is the strength of it. Mm. You know, okay. There, that that's the reason I personally couldn't do it any longer. I no. couldn't deal with, um, you know, I, I couldn't be a functioning addict anymore. Mm. It was ridiculous. Like it was it was taking up years of my life. Mm. However, if there was a you know when I go out to the, the Amsterdam or something like that and I sit in a cafe and it's a social thing, mm. it's not a problem. No. The fact is, the, the addiction comes from it not being accessible all the time. So people yeah. then go and stock up or are there every day because as soon as they fall out of that loop. Mm. In their mind, they're going, I can't get this again. Mm. Oh, shit, I, I need to go and get more. So, so they're looking for that fix. So it's one of them arguments that I sit down and talk to people turn blue in the face. Um, and it's just, it's something I'm interested in. You know, it doesn't take over my life, even though it might sound like it. Um, <laughs> but it's one of them arguments that, you know, when you sat in a pub and someone starts talking mm. and you're like, no, 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 no. You are fucking wrong, mate. <laughs> um, and then you start that debate. But I think that's healthy. I think that's a good thing. I think we should be talking about things more openly. Mm. Um, it shouldn't be taboo. If someone's got themselves in a situation that they need to get out of, yeah. they should have a place in which they can go and talk about it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm really that opinionated on it. Like, I've done it, but... It's know, not your thing. Yeah, so yeah, there yeah, we go. Not, like, I like, but like you said, like if I go to Amsterdam, then obviously when in Rome, like <laughs> when in Rome, so, oh, it's legal here. Okay, I, well, I must partake. Like you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it would be rude not to. <laughs> yeah, be rude not to. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to walk down the red light district. No, we're not. We're joking. We're married and we have children and everything like that. So um, I mean, I'm single. So but do you know, well, there you go. Then. Off, <laughs> you, off you go. But actually, looking at. Um, there was a case study ages ago about Australia and legalizing prostitution. Mm. And that's another thing that actually helps the problem. A lot of like the prostitution in this, in the UK, like the curb crawlers and, and mm. street walkers and all that sort of stuff is done to fund drug habits. Mm. Now the, the spread of STIs and stuff like that is done because again, it's unregulated. Mm. Whereas in Australia, the Netherlands, they are made to take smear tests. They're made <laughs> to take really? tests every week, you oh, know, or sure. every day if they've had a dodgy client come in. And actually- It's a bit like in the porn industry actually. Yeah, there you um, go. Some. I don't know why I know this, but yeah, some... <laughs> Edward's been watching lots of porn. You know, he's been doing that microphone thing again. Some um, porn companies, like, I think it became a legal requirement or something in yeah, this country. Yeah, without, without a doubt. Because they now they have to mention, a, they have to have an interview before or after to say like... I'm clean, I'm this, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. like we did this, this happened, like, and it's consensual. Yeah, which I think is a good step forward. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Because yeah. really, there was a lot of... Uh, yeah, yeah. With any industry like that, that is that there is taboo and mm. there is controversy, mm. there has to be some form of of regulation to make sure people are safe. There has to be that safeguarding, um, and I completely agree with that. So, yeah, again, sorry for going off tangent. We've gone from you know business to drugs to, to prostitution. <laughs> it's gonna to be a real, it's gonna be a really <laughs> fucking interesting microphones. episode. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> get get two lads in the room. Yeah, lads, let's talk about <laughs> stuff. But um, but no, you're right. It's an industry. It makes money. They should be safeguarding their their employees. Same yeah. as any business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Actually, whilst we're on this, what do you think about the regulation of the music events industry? So, obviously, in the 90s... How old are you? I'm 29. Okay. Were so you I'm, a teenager in the 90s? No, I would have no. been... I was born 1990, so I was a teenager in uh, the noughties, so to speak. You're only 29? Yeah, I'm only 29. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> it's the grey hair and wrinkles, which <laughs> comes from being... I bet you'll look a lot younger when you've lost the weight. Yeah, probably. I'd look a lot, a lot younger if I hadn't put a load of shit in my body when I was younger. <laughs> um, that includes cakes, um, which was my nickname for a while. Yeah. I used to MC with drum and bass. Yeah, don't. <laughs> bit of bit of bup. I'm not going into that now. Fuck a microphone in my hand going, yeah, Bristol, come on. Um, Bristol Massive. Yeah, no. We, 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 we were young, dumb and full mm. of cum. You know, I love that phrase. Um, but what do you think? Because obviously, like, Back in when Labour and Tony Blair and stuff, they they massively regulated that industry, and there was quite an uproar about it in terms of the the illegal raves, the things like that. Did you, what do you think about so that? So, in terms of free parties, they are fantastic. I've been to a few of them. Mm. However, from <laughs> a legal perspective, look at Fire Festival. You know, you must have seen the, the documentary. Yeah, 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 thing. yeah, 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 yeah. That is a prime example as to why regulation, safeguarding, and I know I've, I've used those words quite a lot today, are massively important. You know, let's do a fucking festival in Bahamas on, you know, um, what's his face? Oh, bloody... No, of course. Yeah, that's it. Escobar, I was Paco Rabanne, I was trying to fucking say. I don't know why, yeah, but Escobar's fucking private island and all this sort of stuff in the middle of nowhere. Where are you going to put tents? Where are you going to put... Like it didn't water, even happen on that, did it? Fuck on none of it. No, he, he, you know, he's more gave a shit about his, his image and and partying. We, you know, it was a great fucking promotional marketing. Exercise. Fucking brilliant. Like, that's how you do marketing. That is how you do marketing. However, but then just, that was the agency that thought that. That yeah, wasn't them. Just make sure that you're marketing a product that fucking works yeah, and yeah, exists. Yeah. Um, but the regulations on the music industry. So let's take. So I used to run a record label. Okay. Yeah. So I started a record label from home called Trallium Recordings. Yeah. Um, we released about twenty three songs. Trance, wasn't it? All trance music. Yeah. Um, yeah. For seven minutes, just female vocal, little drop, little drop, bang, back into it. But I managed, you know, a little a little idea turned into a paid hobby. I'd done the whole Kevin and Perry thing. I went to Amnesia, got to stand behind mm. the decks, got the best fucking club in the world, Cream mm. Amnesia. I love it, you know, from all the ones that I've been to. Um, but I used to go to Ministry of Sound every yeah. weekend, which is one of the reasons that I sort of had the ultimatum that I've got three kids at home, I've got other businesses. Can I afford this paid hobby? It yeah. might have turned into something more. It might have turned into this multi-million pound business. I don't know. I gave it up. Yeah. Um, and for whatever reason, I'm, I'm where I am now. But even back when I was running that, Ministry of Sound, uh, like the owners, the managers that I speak to, would have issues from property developers. So they are trying to build a set of flats. I think they're Paramount Flats or whatever they are. Um across the road yeah like literally if you're stood at a bus stop think of the other side of the road that's how fucking close it is yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. road uh, and it's not a big one I think it's a single track road outside Ministry of Sound <laughs> and um, they're trying to build a massive block of flats and they're trying to get Ministry of Sound shut down 
That happened to Fabric, didn't it? As well? Happened to Fabric, and they it's managed to get past it. Happening to Motion now. It's happening to Motion now. Yeah, I think Motion are a little bit safer because of how long they've been it. there. You're yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. right, they should. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyone that's listening now, there is a petition to save Motion. Go and fucking sign it. That yeah, is even if you're not into like music, like Motion's been there for years. Yeah, Motion it? is a it is a pillar of the Bristol community. Even in the, even the UK music. though. Yeah, like, it, it, you look at the events that get put yeah, on yeah, there. Yeah. Like I went to a day rave recently. Their security is tight as fuck. It's good. And they're not dicks, though. No, That's they're not. They're, if like you walk the, in yeah, and the yeah. dog sniffs you, you get searched. Yeah. If you get searched, you've got nothing on you, and the dog searches you again, you get sent out. Now, yeah. I don't know how anyone had took the drugs they did in there. Everyone was off their face. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. However, they did their absolute level best to make sure that everyone was safe. Yeah. And they had a good time. And it's not up to them if the youth of today are going to be stupid enough to make the same mistakes that we made when we're younger and not, you know, listen to our advice and listen to what we're saying, like, look, drugs are bad. They are bad. Yeah. I know that sounds hypocritical because <laughs> I just said, let's legalize them. There are reasons I want them legalized because of regulation. It makes it safer. However, if you don't know the source of what you're putting in your body, there is a chance you will die. Simple as that. So we'll just take something that's, fucking stupid you know and, and all you're like, trying to do is in, enhance the mood <laughs> I tell you what I went to motion the other day and I didn't drink a drop I just drank water due to my little health kick at mm. the moment if you want to have alcohol have alcohol you're probably going to throw up into a toilet at the end of the night but at least you've had a good time um, but then I I, I I love shooting. It, it, you see a different side of it when you're sober, don't you? Yeah, and I, I just, <laughs> but I like people watching. Mm, okay, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. it wouldn't be the same if there weren't a few like hilarious characters completely off their face yeah, to laugh yeah, yeah. at. But like, no, I, I, I just think you've got to be aware of the risks. And mm. if you're aware of the risks and make informed decisions, then actually you can go out and have a good time. Yeah. Um, I appreciate why people do things. I've done them as well. Um, and I'm not, you know, um, putting tarring them all with the same brush. I'm not, you know, no, I'm not no, trying no. to say you've made bad choices. All <clears> I'm trying to think about is those people at Motion are, are looking after it, and they do a fucking fantastic job. Yeah. And the fact that someone wants to make a few million quid by building a couple of properties, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We're putting on, they're putting on an event once a week. Mm. You know, there's a bit of music. If you're buying a house, yeah, buy a nightclub, a fucking decent nightclub. Yeah. Expect to hear some music. Take the fucking stick out your ass and get on with it. Yeah. That's that's my opinion. And most it. of it's student accommodation, though. That's the irony. Half of them are going to use it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Fuck, they won't even be in their flat. They're probably going to be led on, led on the cobbles. <laughs> no, um, I, I think the regulations are ridiculous. Um, I think so so, some what, of the London borough councils as well are absolute assholes to the music. So industry. what about so regulating the events? Do you agree with that in terms of having 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 to have security via water? Yeah, bio, yeah, they but then, have to have that. When it comes into more, obviously the money is just, just what it's come down to, hasn't it? Yeah, in terms I, of property I, th and stuff. I think I think they should. I think if you're a club and you're established and you've been there mm. and you're running a good business and it's a tight turning ship, over a proper turning yeah, over yeah, a proper yeah, yeah. profit. I think that the pro I don't think the property developers should should be able to have that sort of control. I don't no. think that their money. I think that there should be a a safeguarding law in place because companies are shutting day in day out. Mm. Swindon High Street has just lost another three three sets of shops. I think yeah. Selfridges, Burton, something Wallace like that. And, yeah. I can't think of the, the, the group that looks after them. It's but top it, shop, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah, I think it's that type. But we're losing retail, yeah. okay, because it's going online. 
we're losing banks because it's going online. I complained the other day that Lloyd's TSB shut at 4.30 and didn't open till 9.30. Mm. Do you know why that is? Because I haven't been to a bank in two years. Yeah. Because I don't use cash. No. I use card for fucking everything. So I go parking now. I pay on my card. I mm. pay on an app. Yeah. Um, okay, that's my fault. I'm part of the problem. Maybe I should go in and keep these people in work. There are certain industries where technology um, has got to a position where it can make things cheaper. It can make it autonomous. You know, it's doing well. Yeah. I buy so much crap on the internet. (laughs) Everything I buy for the escape rooms that we build probably comes from Amazon or some internet-based company. Yeah. So then that means that the retail market is is changing. The property market is changing. So I went to... um, a roundtable discussion for a business for the Business Insider recently, getting our views on business rates and rents and mm. uh, and trying to get a new lease for property. Yeah. Now, when we first set up the escape rooms three years ago, uh, a retail unit in the Brunel that wasn't big enough for what we needed was going to cost us seventy thousand pounds per annum. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we would have needed to find the first quarter up front. So seven was seventy divided by four, two, four, six, eight. call it 15,000 somewhere between 15 16,000 pounds off the top of my head Um, where the fuck am I finding that at 26 years old to set up my own business yeah you know to go out like I'm guessing you still work from home for a lot of stuff yeah would you want your own office yeah yeah, to have that, just to sort of take you out of your home environment. So your home See, can be I home. I do quite like working at home. I do as well. Don't You're going to fuck my point over, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to make a point here to get the government to start making it easier for, for people like us to, to go out and do something. Shut up. You're not helping. No, I do, I do enjoy working from home because it's your own surroundings. But the point I'm trying to make is when you want to expand your business, when you want to grow, yeah. you want to be able to find that place. Mm. And the archaic sort of tenancy agreements and you need this much up front and the guarantor system and all these sort of little hurdles you've got to get over and then they fucking sting you with business rates as well fuck off go and put city fiber broadband so i can have gigabit connectivity on my road rather than shitty 20 meg copper to the fucking cabinet that i get at the moment yeah maybe i'm happy to pay business rates Mm. maybe give me a business waste collection you know give me something fucking back for it no you still nearly fucking five grand off me a year and i get fuck all for it you know, and I have to put that into my business expenses. Yeah. I've, got, I've got to turn that money over in order just to run a business. The problem is, is the councils, it's the government. They're not helping new businesses, which no, is why we're that, getting yeah. a lot of places shut. The, yeah. re- the point I was trying to make is with all these things shutting, mm. what are they going to do with these big buildings? You know, is there a chance of having like almost like co-working spaces which is getting massive mm. could they build a big co-working space you know like you've got 24 hour gym 24 hour co-working so we can in bring in sort of loads a, of those in Swindon because obviously there's like the fig offices there's co-working the desk shed co-working works, yeah. shed work shed but there's nothing in town set, like, there is fig offices but what I'm saying is in it, maybe in the retail section so people could actually come in mm. like bang in bang in the center of the retail market okay so look at brunel look at sports soccer if we were to lose sports soccer mm. imagine having like a gigantic co-working space with yeah. a, with a gym with a cafeteria yeah, with true. great yeah, yeah, internet yeah, yeah. all of a sudden these people who are struggling for working space yeah 
could all filter into town. Let's say 200 people a day use that place. More food places, There's 200 more people, places. footfall in town, yeah. pop into the shops going, oh, I walk past that. I'm going to go in Summers, buy a big dildo for the mm. missus. Like, oh, that's, you know, there we go. Yeah. We're getting, you know, I'm trying to go crude and make it funny. The yeah, point yeah, I'm trying yeah. to make is the footfall's there. Whether it's sexy stuff, jewellery, mm. a holiday, you know, Thomas Cook have just gone under. It's, mm. Tom, it's Thomas Cook. Yeah, not to me. Um, uh, you know, R.I.P. <laughs> all, all of the workers, we feel sorry for yeah, you. Shit. Yeah, but yeah. it's how, like, if someone that big can go down, I mean, they were they were looking for two hundred million pounds in the final hours but of that thing. But their CEOs, I mean, twenty million. fucking million. Fuck off. He took thirty million. Out and of it was business. the same thing with um. <laughs> oh, who were the big bloody building firm who were doing the hospitals? Uh, Carillion. Carillion. Yeah. When they went down, mm. how how like how can you let it get that bad? It's because the government were just like, yep, yeah, here you go, here you go. It's backhanders. Here you go, here you go, here you go. And then suddenly they're like, you know, oh. we've said it. We know we blame the government. This whole podcast is going to get pulled. She's <laughs> going, no, we can't listen to episode four. It'd be episode Censored. one, two, three, censored. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, for two yeah. relatively intelligent people mm. like us, who okay, I follow some day-to-day news. I try to keep my nose out of it because I I don't know what to believe it's anymore. Depressing as well, it is it? just depressing. There's no good news anymore. That's why I like comedian Russell Howard. Mm. You know, his, his program Good News took the piss out of the world and then at the end of it gives you a nice story. Yeah. We need more of that on the news. Mm. We need more of that publicly rather than go the I fuck. don't actually watch the news. You don't watch the news? At all. I've um, gone off Sky News. I have the Sky News app and yeah. unless there's something... Do you know Do you know the reason I still keep it? In case there's a fucking terrorist attack in London. But then you're going to know about it. Yeah, instantly. But I've got it on my phone because a load of my friends and family down there you know yeah, but, but then all of that ended quite quickly didn't it you know it, I don't want to go into conspiracy theories but put the fucking hat on but it, it does make you laugh how it's like death to the west death to the west uh, you know every Muslim's a, a bloody terrorist they're not they really are not um, I've got lots of friends yeah. from completely different cultures mm. and believe you me none of them have been radicalised no. you know, but putting it on the news yeah. you're almost like making it fanatical you're, yeah. you're giving them a reason you're, you're making them infamous mm. you're almost playing into their fucking hands and, and the way they question it the way uh, not question it but the way they title it um, is the, it's like leading the witness yeah, and they can they, they do that so yeah. much. Daily Mail is fucking bad for it. Yeah, like, I, I, I I'm not going to go into it now because we will go on for ages. But American gun statistics yeah. are fucking fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you like? How, oh, I don't I don't want to start on that subject because we have <laughs> not got long enough. But like, how you can? So the, the the Second Amendment, the Constitution, right? That was drawn up when they had fucking muskets. Yeah. which take five minutes to load or yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, three minutes load pump 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 <laughs> actually go pump pump pump, pump, pump. Again. grab my balls grab my balls put them in right that was what the second amendment got. so you can bear arms it wasn't for an AR-12 that can hold 138 bullets yeah. and shoot off fucking 50 bullets a second fuck off yeah. and you can walk around Walmart with it Walmart have banned you know bullets recently fucking fair play to them America if you're listening just ban guns you don't fucking need them no. it's ridiculous like no child should go to school <clears throat> thinking they're going to get shot it's fucking ridiculous Hungerford back in the day there was an assault rifle killing can't think how many people have been killed it's, it's relevant because we're in Swindon it's mm. local they banned assault rifles after that we haven't had a mass shooting since then. No. I don't think, unless, you know, one of the terrorist attacks in London. The same happened in Australia, though, didn't it? Um, there was a mass shooting. And was it New Zealand? Again. Recently. It was the New Zealand one recently, wasn't it? Was it? 
think yeah. it was New Zealand. The, the bloke, the white, the white bloke that went to the mosque to shoot Muslims. You know the ones that we all oh, think no, are no, terrorists. No, no, no. But something similar happened in Australia, and then they banned guns. Possibly, I don't. I, I don't follow then, Australian news, but, but you know how probably American, yeah, I the, wouldn't be fucking shocked. You yeah, know when you tell American, me it. the American arguments like, oh, we've had guns all this time, da da da, and it's like, well, we had guns, and then we fucking got Australia rid of them. had guns, they got rid of them, and I think Japan happened, and then they got rid of them, and it's 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 stupid. <clears throat> um, I, I, and yeah, like I say, we could we could digress into that conversation. Mm. It's just hilarious how you can come in today. We're going to do a business podcast. We're going to do... Well, it's not even a business podcast. So what, what when you were... I'm going to interview you now. Fucking flip it, right? Fine. Flip so the when switch. you came up with Audio Thoughts... Yeah. And you started going out and interviewing sort of, by all means, your clients that you've, you've got to work... Because you've got to start somewhere. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm planning the podcast as well. A little bit more business orientated. You'll get less of the co- comedy, Lloyd. I'm a little bit more relaxed because it's mm. your show. And I can bring it down. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be number one on Spotify. No. You've got to start with your clients. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah. What is your aim for this podcast? So it's audio thoughts. Are you just trying to chew the fat with people, get people's opinions? Are you trying to structure it? What are you trying to do with your with your podcast? So I'm not trying to keep it too structured in terms of like, <coughs> oh, this is going to be about this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about this. It's going to be... So I'm one thing that I know is all the interviewees are going to be business owners okay. at some stage of their business. So... I've interviewed someone who's had a business for nine years. That's my client. I was talking about because obviously she's gone through quite a change in terms of the brand, and like I wanted to talk about that. And then I talked to uh, Jack Cook from Bristol. Okay, bold Bristolian guy. Seen him on LinkedIn. I'll have to look on LinkedIn. Yeah, but yeah, go on. Um, very like really funny accent. Um, Great, we love. Yeah, <laughs> we're talking about uh, obviously starting this business and like being a creative, and then talking to a photographer last. Monday and then yeah again she's she's a working mum so she works around that and like I want to try basically open the doors for for business and and show that it is possible like because I think so many people don't want to start a business or afraid to start a business because I've got a child or I've got this to do or I'm at school or or whatever and I want to talk to those people and I want to find out there's ways of there's definitely ways of resourcing I mean you're I'm always going to be a difficult interviewee and I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet. I've got so many anecdotes and stuff. To yeah, tell. yeah, yeah, yeah. When you bring me... And you're opinionated. I, and, yeah, I'm opinionated on a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm, my knowledge is quite nebulous. It's quite mm. vague. It's quite sparse. Like, there's, I've, I've studied a lot. I read a lot of shit, basically. Mm. Um, and I watch a lot of videos. So, I, because I'm an entrepreneur, because I'm a salesman, I have to be able to adapt my adapt to my audience yeah so yeah. i could be in talking to some solicitors mm. some accountants mm. you know financial institutes and i need to be on my ball i need to know my figures i need to know the law make sure that you know i've i've, I've looked after my employees like i do all my own contracts i do everything myself again when we went back to the, the music industry mm. me and my, my business partner Stuart, at the time we were the ones who'd done all of the legal stuff we didn't go out and outsource that shit we went and did it. Why not? Um, why not? Fuck it. You know, I'm not going to pay someone £180 an hour to write me a contract when I can look through templates mm. and create my own and make sure that I'm protected. Now, some What's, what's pe- your thoughts on, on outsourcing? Like, I think outsourcing is, from a business point of view, a fucking good idea if you haven't got the time to do what you need to do. Or you don't enjoy it. Or you don't enjoy it. Yeah. So I don't enjoy... Um, 
trying to be creative on a computer because I can't do it. Yeah. And I fucking hate learning new software. I yeah. absolutely hate it. I'm, I'm a sucker for just pen and paper, draw an idea, there you go. So I use uh, I use a couple of, of companies. So I use Smarter Media for my SEO. They're absolutely fantastic. That's, you know, that, that's who I use. I outsource my creative artwork to Gel Studios. Yeah. Now the reason being, I can ring them up and say, I've got this idea, can you make it? Mm. 10 minutes later, I've got an image. Yeah. That image I could sit on my computer here for four hours on Paint 3D or Publisher Canvas, because yeah. I don't want to spend that a thousand pounds. Why am I buying an Adobe package, mm. uh, a grand a year or whatever it is for Photoshop and all that jazz <clears throat> when I'm using it to create social media content that's yeah. going to go out five minutes but I can pay X amount of money per month mm. and I've all that done for me I've now got a folder full of just social media images just to keep yeah. um, content going fresh new content out there which you know in, in your line of work mm. you completely understand yeah. your Instagram stuff's fucking fantastic by the way trying Cheers, to man. trying to keep it all there <laughs> my only criticism was try and keep your, your difference to other people I love how it's structured I love how the page flows and it's all the same colour yeah but if everyone's doing that eventually you're going to need to change it up again you know Which and I that's can. my advice from someone who you know who doesn't understand it on the at live or the Edward White just in general I, I don't I, I can't stand Instagram because I'm not a clicky Which one are, you talk, are you talking about the some of the stuff you've showed me previously, I think the design like, feed. Yeah, the design feed. So and then I went once you showed me that, I went and looked at some other people's pages. Yeah. Like influencers and stuff like that. And they're doing something very similar where mm. one day it'll all be red and then it'll be orange and it'll be like a fucking rainbow going up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. just there like but you look at my social media, Instagram, and yeah. it's like a picture of two bags of fake grass that look like cannabis. <laughs> uh, hilarious fucking picture. And then there'll be a picture of me with a walkie-talkie. None of it matches. No. But you get our personality from it. You get our branding. So, yeah. yeah that, that, I love the look of that. But at some point, if everyone else is doing the same thing... Which I don't think the they different, will, The difference with your, on your at live page is it's not just like a rainbow effect. You've actually like... You're building a picture, and it montage, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a montage. Yeah. I, I really, really like that aspect. So, um, and I, I, I like how quickly you, um, how quickly you create content. I mm. think that's a really, really uh, positive thing. Like, I, I'm not just trying to, you know, microphone him. Um, <laughs> we're, we're good mates out, outside of here. <laughs> Hence why he sat down and, and, and got raw Lloyd rather than just like, yes, I run a business. <laughs> Don't you know I've turned over this much? Um, <laughs> Uh, and we chat and I think I think create, um, creative criticism uh, brilliant I, I wish yeah. people had done it with me more rather mm. than I, I might not have expanded the business as, as much had I um, uh, had I had a bit more creative um, criticism from people mm. I might have listened to more ideas where within Castrate I absolutely bulldozed through expanded 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 yeah. and then found out VAT and business rates really is a dick uh, and it's it, it can actually have a negative effect on your profits. Yeah. So we're still turning over. We're still you know everyone's paid all the rents paid all of that sort of stuff. But actually looking back at it, had I not expanded as quick as I wanted to, mm. I wouldn't have had to tackle some of the the VAT issues that I've I've dealt with. I wouldn't have had to tackle the business rates like I've had to. Mm. Um, but it's all a learning learning curve. So what what motivates you in business? Like what what drives you? Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm money driven. Okay. So I want to. What about money, though? I want to retire at 45. Why? Because I I was a dad at 23. Mm. So I wasted my um 
my teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, fuck off. It's not, it's not, <laughs> a, comp- Trump, it's not it? a competition. <laughs> it's fucking harder at 19. <laughs> Strap it up and make sure you're with the right woman, you know. Uh, this is my advice to the younger generation. They're, fu- they're on Tinder and swiping right. Oh, yeah, don't believe them if they just say they're on a pill. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Get get a consent form, you know. Go with go with your ten page checklist. Have you been with? Like, but no, um, I want to retire at forty five. The reason being, I what do you um, want to do when you retire? When I retire, I want residual income. So I want to I want to retire from the nine to five. Not that not that I fucking work nine to five anyway, which is I'm sure you appreciate. Mm. I work probably 60 to 80 hours a week. Uh, hardly see my kids some week. Um, just because that's that's the situation I, I've managed to get myself it's into. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. I, I'm, I, I'm, I never want to be, I never wanted to be a celebrity. I never wanted to be a, a face. It's just sort of starting to happen a little bit. Mm. I've noticed, like I've got an audition with the BBC, absolutely smashed it the other day. New Voices thing. Yeah, New Voices yeah. thing. You know, something may come of that, something might not. Is that paid? I don't know. <laughs> the interview definitely fucking was. I stood in the fucking pissing rain. Yeah, no, I saw that for about half an hour trying to trying to get an interview, and then I went in and absolutely smashed it. But um, I did. A, I did hunted. I did the interview for hunted on Channel Four. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't have me. You know, they didn't like me. I think I was too handsy on the camera. <laughs> um, but no, I'm starting to like this. Like. I just want to share my thoughts with people and my opinions. So the reason I want to retire at 45 is I just want to be able to sit back and relax. And if I want to go on a holiday, I want to have a holiday. Um, I want to be a, I want to, I'm a young dad. So obviously I've had two kids by the time, what, they're born 2013 and, uh, and 2016. So by 26, I had two kids on my own. Obviously we've got custody of my wife's little brother as well, who's nine. So technically I've got three kids at home. Mm. Um, and when they get to when i get to 45 so what am i now i'm 29 so that's 16 years away my eldest is is five years old is six years old now sorry um so she's gonna be in 16 years what 21 21, 22 i want to be able to at that point go and do things with them you know when they've been through school they've been through college possibly going to university i don't want to be working nine to five i want to be there for those important moments Mm. because I didn't need my parents when I was, I obviously did need my parents, but when I was, before I was 14, mm. like they were just my parents. So these, these guys that supplied me with dinner, supplied me with holidays, you know, they, they were, they, head, yeah, they, so they yeah, looked yeah. up, they looked after me. But when I got to 15, 16 years old and my mum was working still, uh, and my dad was still, you know, trying to build his, his, his legacy. Yeah. They weren't there when I really needed advice. No. And they were a little bit um, old school. So you don't do this, you don't do that. You get a smack bum, all this sort of stuff. So Yeah, they don't really I tell you how open to up do to, it. Yeah, it's I couldn't open like, up yeah. to them as much. I'm sure they've done stuff in their life they're not proud of, but I couldn't really open up. I know from my personal experiences that I needed someone to guide me mm when I turned 15 mm. through to when I was probably 25, 26 years old. You know, I still take guidance now. Yeah. Um, but I actually needed my parents that a whole lot more in mm. my teenage years. And I kind of got the feeling now that, especially with the way the world is changing, especially with the way we can connect with people, we can see the good and the bad mm. more often now. I think the teenagers are going to need more guidance. And all you've got to do is look at youth crime rates at the moment. Mm. And that kind of quantifies my point um, that actually these people need, they need, they need mentoring. There's more, there's more more kids around. 
No, we're an aging population. There's less kids around. Well, I say that. I say there's less kids around. We're we're older for longer. They're not having more kids, or no, no, no. We're older for longer, so we're an aging population. As in, but like, aren't the, they having more kids? Uh, are, isn't there more kids I don't, being I don't, born? I don't think they are. I don't. I I haven't looked at birth the numbers rates. Numbers get. I haven't looked at birth rates. Quite a bit. Please don't quiz me on birth rates. I know I said <laughs> I'm good with numbers. You're like, no, the point I'm trying to make is I think... <laughs> Give me stats. <laughs> take this bit out. Um, no, what I'm trying to say is is the kids that we have today, because we've gone through this this social media generation, this um, media generation where they're putting out such shit news, mm. I just think someone needs to sit them down, possibly slap them and say, oi, Stop fucking about. Get on with what you need to get on with. But then I, I think that stems from childhood. What's that? Fuck, fuck, fuck education. Fuck education. This is my two <laughs> cents on it now. Edward, Edward White, audio thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, education. <laughs> Triggered. Stores <laughs> <laughs> out the room. No, fuck education. Um, and I say that like I wasn't bad at school. I was a no, good I, kid. I hated it. I hated school, but I wasn't bad. Like I just got along. Got yeah. C's, got D's, whatever. Wasn't good, wasn't bad. Like, and I don't have anything against the teachers. I don't have anything against the. I ha- I tell you what I have against is the the way that it's a Victorian esque. The way we're brought up, we're brought up to be workers, and that pisses me off. And I tell you why because I've got a daughter who's five now, and she uh, goes to school. She's obviously and, and like. She's got a new head teacher, and it's very much like the, on the first ring bell, you go to the line. On the second, on the first ring bell, you say bye to your parents. On the second ring bell, you go to the line, and then it's like, fucking hell! How much like dictatorship do I, you have in like in I a five-year-old? Disagree. Like maybe with a five-year-old, mm-hmm. maybe. I kind of tend to disagree with that from an opinion God, point let's, of let's view. Have now, an argument. I, yeah, <laughs> there we go. Royal fucking rumble. Remember, I'm a boxer now. Ding, you know, ding, four ding. weeks in, um, I could knock you out. But no, no, I'm joking. Take us outside. I actually think we've been too lenient on kids. I, I think I've had my, I've though. had my, I've had my pants pulled down in BHS when I was being a little prick, and my mum has spanked my ass. And I went home fucking crying. Yeah. Did I piss about in BHS again? No, I fucking did not. You know, did it in Woolworths. You know, I did it in Woolworths. <laughs> and now it's shut. Um, no, I I think this whole thing about being able to like smack children and all of that, I think it's I think it's pathetic. I don't think you should hit children with a fist. I don't think you should hit kids across the face. But if your kid's being naughty, a smack on the ass really doesn't hurt them. You know, and I'm not I saying I'm not saying go full full force. And people can you know I say disagree that with that. I just people can say I'm wrong and saying it's it's tortured. No, I think I think if with some children, definitely with some that are being. Would you ever hit your kids? Do you hit your kids? No, I don't hit my kids because no. you're not allowed to. Are you not allowed to? <laughs> no, she's fucking illegal, mate. You hit your kids, you get told off. But I I do. Would you? If it was is it if it was. I tell you what, if you? my if my kid was. Pissing about, screaming, shouting, being violent. But do they? No, my kid, my kids are good. So exactly, that's what I mean. That's what it stems but my from. My kids have like, been raised right because because of your point. Because I've talked to them and I explained to them. You don't do this. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah, You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. Better ask me the other day about um, birds and the bees. <laughs> no, I haven't had that conversation. Uh, yet. <laughs> I haven't had that conversation yet. Although, although, although I would, I yeah. would, I would tell them. I'd yeah, say yeah, that yeah. we're two people in love. 
uh, a man takes his penis and sticks it in a woman's vagina. The reason That's I wouldn't, what I said, yeah. the reason I wouldn't say that is because my little girl's a little shit, and she'll go to school. Daddy has a penis, and mummy has a vagina. Daddy puts it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she would, she would go full drama school on mm. it. No, I just think if a kid is being really, really disobedient, and the naughty step hasn't worked, and you've exhausted every other step possible, mm. then actually a short, sharp, swift of actually, if you're taking the piss. And you get a, you get a hand across the back of your back of your legs or something like because there's there's fucking flesh there it's not gonna hurt and I'm not before anyone picks me up off this little comment go he's a horrible man I'm hits not saying kids. do it I'm, he hits his kids I'm not saying he doesn't hit his kids <coughs> I'm not saying do it yeah disclaimer I have never hit my kids I'm not saying do it full pelt kids used to get caned in school right they used to be corporate punishment I I fucked about in school massively I was were you at the age of no, not not the corporal no. punishment. I'm saying I fucked about in school massively, and the reason I fucked about in school massively is because I wasn't scared of the teachers. Who gives a shit about detention? Mm. All of a sudden, we've got this generation of kids that can share anything they want. You could you could go into a class, let's say it's a German teacher, and make Nazi references. Mm. <clears throat> cough, cough. That may have happened at my school. Um, and all they can do is send you out of class. Yeah. I don't give a shit. I've, I, all, you've done what I've wanted you to do. You've removed me from the situation I didn't want to be in. Mm. I tell you what, I probably would have took a second thought about that if I'd made, you know, silly comments in, in the class because we basically, me and my mate used to try and piss the German teacher off. Yeah. It was who could get told off the quickest and it ended up in a Nazi salute. That's terrible. You know, yeah, yeah, I yeah. really shouldn't have done that. I was... Th- 14 at the time just as a disclaimer I didn't know what I was doing I thought it was funny I now understand the negative connotations of that action and why it was offensive however I got sent to detention for two days for it I was straight back in her class the next week throwing fucking aeroplanes at her and believe me they had drawings on them (laughs) which had negative connotations Um, uh, and it's stuff like that kids aren't scared of authority anymore <coughs> even, then, to the, even to the point of PCSOs, right? I support exactly what they're doing for the community. Mm. They have no jurisdiction over children. No. If they ask you to stop, you can say, sorry, sir, I haven't got time to talk. And you're more than welcome to walk away from them yeah. if they're a PCSO. I shouldn't be advocating that and telling them these things. But it's those sorts of random laws. Like, they've, they've technically got no authority over these kids. Like, there's got to be some discipline. Where We've lost all forms of discipline. Okay, we can't hit them anymore. We can't shout at them anymore. If we tell them off and call them fucking stupid, we're bullying them. They've got free reign. Mm. Where does the discipline come in? So obviously you, you don't like hitting kids. Where do we start disciplining children again? I think, I think you... you st- <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, so I think you start, and you start from a very young age, and you, and you just... You talk about it. I, th- I think that's that's the thing that a lot of parent-child relationships is doesn't happen. Is is the people don't talk? Is that because they're sat on their phones, flicking through Maybe. and not actually paying attention or- to their kids anymore? Because I try and play a board game with my kids at least twice a week. Yeah. Whether it's frustrations, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, pack yeah, of cards, yeah, something yeah, like I that. I do that, yeah. Um, try and read. You know, and, do you yeah. know, do you know, this, this is, this is going to, I've never admitted this outside of my home. Every night that I put my kids to bed, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in anything like that. I am the least religious person going. But but my girls sleep in the same room next to each other. And I say to them, thank you for love. And they say it back to me. Thank you for happiness. 
Thank you for the sunshine. Thank you for all the beautiful creatures. And thank you for keeping us safe. Mm. And now we've got love in our hearts and goodness in our tummies. What else are we thankful for? And they both tell me what they're thankful for for that day. And that is what I say to them every night I yeah, put them yeah, to yeah. bed. And I've got that connection with them. You know, yeah. It's something completely irrelevant. Who, who the fuck are they saying thank you to? They're not saying thank you to anyone. But they've got that manner. They've got the that... Gratitude. Um, the, yeah, the gratitude. But then I do that with Bella. In, when, when we're eating, we're sat down to eat, and I'll go, so what, what are three things you're grateful for today? And she'll go, uh, and it'll like, stop. five, that's what you want, man. <laughs> fucking dad in right here. Daddy, daddy 101. This is how we fucking roll. We're talking like, about new drugs, podcast. drugs, porn, business. I'm really, really nice to my children. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about gratitude. Please, please, children, don't listen to this podcast because you're going to learn a lot of things about daddy you did not know. Um, but I, yeah, I just think, I think that's what the conversation we should be having is, oh, you should hit your kids or like discipline them. Discipline the fucking parents. Yeah, I think some parents... I think that's yeah. where it needs to come from, is you're, the kid's a dick because the parents don't care about him. <laughs> and I think that's what that's my argument, is don't blame the kids because they're, they're just being told what they're... They're pure. Kid, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, everything... Purest are, of pure. Purest of pure. You don't come into this world thinking that everyone that lives in a mountain is a terrorist. No. You're, you're fucking taught that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I, I find disgusting about some of the stuff that's in the media. If you want to learn about what's happening abroad and stuff like that, I, I think the fact that the Telegraph is going for paid access at the moment as, as, a, as a news publication, yeah. I think all, all news should be. Mm. If you really want to learn about the news, make them fucking pay for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give them a free app. Maybe there's a certain access to, you know, your local news mm. and stuff like that. I, I think that's where we'll end up going is I think um, in terms of the whole Brexit thing, which I yeah. wasn't going to try and bring up, um, I think a lot of the breakdown of society when it happens mm. will take us back to sort of um, almost tribal times local where we look after the local community yeah, yeah, yeah. and we govern ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And then there, there isn't that wi wider governance over ourselves because it doesn't work. No. You know, we got Brexit. Mm. We as a population voted to leave yeah. okay whether or not you agree with that being the right thing or the wrong thing mm. we live in a democratic society yeah. if you if we don't leave the eu you have pissed all over democracy mm. so when anyone stands up and goes you can't you got your right to vote your grandparents fought in the fucking war for that mm. you know you're a fucking prick for doing that mm. at the end of the day they fought the Germans, whoever it was, mm. to fucking give us the right to free speech, democracy, and stuff like that. So we're not living in a communist society. I am a Karl Marx fan, and I think communism would work. But anyway, let's let's <laughs> besides the point. <laughs> let's like let's not oh go into God. that one. Das Capital, the fucking communist yeah. like, manifesto. But um, the economy will implode on itself. Something can't have you know exp exponential infinite growth mm. it does not work mm. anyway another podcast another day mm. maybe um, yeah, maybe we'll have round two yeah and yeah, yeah round talk two politics but um shit. yeah it's i think we'll end up back in that that local governance thing and i think then we'll start to see the conversations between look you should be raising your kids this way no one can turn around and tell you how to raise your kids no, no one should be able to turn around and tell me how to raise my kids but if my kids come out of this. Like my, my daughter got the head teachers award this week mm. for her um, enthusiasm for learning. Yeah. Her head teacher put that she's a real asset to the school. Mm. I know that I'm doing my job properly, mm. so it doesn't matter what my opinions are, what my views are. I'm doing the right thing, and I think, like you say, going back to this whole discipline thing, conversations with them, 
connection with them is enough that, it, is enough that you wouldn't have to, them, to like, discipline them. That's what kids want. However, there are naughty children and some of them do deserve a slap. <laughs> yeah, but but it's the parents' fault. It's yeah, parents it is. Fault. It, that, isn't that, there, it isn't their fault. People whose fault it is. That's who I think you should be blaming. Um, yeah, I've, I've met a few parents like that in my lifetime. So you you look at them. Like I was in the shop the other day and some little kid, she, she literally turned around to her kid and she had told him to stop being a fucking twat. <laughs> And he's eight years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But that's what he's going to bring up. De- decked out way, in a full tracksuit and Adidas yeah, yeah, trainers. Yeah. You know, it says the man sat in a night hoodie. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's think about your connection uh, and what you're doing. Um, and that goes for any any business, mm. anything like that. Think about the message you're putting out into the world. Mm. Is it the right message? Are you communicating that message properly? Yeah. And are people responding to that message? But, and don't, don't fake it though. No, just if you if you're about something, don't fucking fake it. Like, don't be those people on LinkedIn or Instagram or wherever, and and go, oh, da da da. We did this video, or we we're doing this, and yeah, we support everything. Yeah, yeah like yeah, gay rights, da da da. And like, if you have no opinion on it, don't fucking mention it. Uh, like, talk, talking about opinions, you said gay rights. I'm fully for gay rights. I employ. Uh, you know, people mm. of within that that culture yeah, yeah. at my at my business here. I've got many friends that are, but unfortunately, and this is going to be a fantastic thing to end on because they can't have a go at me. There are two genders scientifically, male and female. We are not saying that you can't identify as something else. Mm. We are not saying that you can't live your life the way you live. However, scientifically, we have to determine between a boy and a girl. Gender to me is about sexual organs Parts, yeah. and reproduction and how the human body works Defined. if you yeah, have yeah, a yeah. penis unfortunately you are a boy in terms of science you are a male if you have a vagina you are female that does not mean you can't go out in women's clothing in boys clothing it doesn't mean you can't look masculine or anything like that if you want to change and transition i am all supportive for it but don't come at me after 500 fucking years of having two genders to say, I identify as a fucking lamppost. I'm sorry, mate. No, you are a boy or a girl. If you change your, your bits and bobs, okay, I, I, will, I will call you the other one. But this whole fucking list going on of acronyms that are like now 30 bloody letters Gender long. Neutral, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. And Sam Smith, the the celebrity, and you can come at me all you want out of this, he's only trying to sell his fucking new album by coming out and going binary or non-binary, whatever it is. It is bollocks. I'm sorry, I'm old school. You can come at me with any argument you want, but I am not changing my opinion. Scientifically, and it is scientifically, that is it. There are two genders. And the only thing we are using it to describe is whether or not you are able to put the liquid inside the female Mm. or if you are the one that is going to accept it and grow the baby we are not telling you you can't be what you want to be you your instagram can be whatever it is and if you've got those sorts of issues go and speak to someone we've said it four five six times in this podcast if you are struggling with your identity i i struggled with my identity when i moved from london and Mm. i'm drawing you know um comparisons from that Okay, I wasn't saying, oh, I've got an issue with my sexuality. I want to be something different. Mm. But I moved from... 
being a city boy to being a country boy. And I made up bullshit lies to try and fit in. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, if I'd just gone and spoke to someone and said, look, I don't feel I fit in round here. No. I might have got the help that I needed at the time mm. not to affect my social standing. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot, a lot of it comes down to. So thoughts on a postcard on that one. But yeah, I went to school this morning and had to sign a form. Is she female or male or gender neutral and I I nah. could have I oh could have she funny. is fucking three years old yeah 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 she is my daughter I'm mm. gonna raise her as my daughter and I do think that now people have a chance to put it out to the world their opinion it's mm. your opinion like this is mine please don't shoot the messenger for me having my opinion but your opinion is you're gonna raise your baby without a gender mm. I think you're fucking stupid done yeah that's yeah. it we're not going to be friends no. uh, you know there's nearly what eight billion people in this world i'm really not bothered if we're not friends or you don't like my opinion no i'm not here to fucking please everyone do yeah, you know what i mean i'm like that too um so just whilst we're on it yeah we've got time yeah we've got a little bit of time uh so right <laughs> i've thrown you some curveballs that i'm making you I, work I, for it i i'm the, the amount that i'm the little fucks i give about all of that and I don't mean that in a harsh way it's just it doesn't impact me so no, it I doesn't have any opinion on it like for it or against it really I'm just like do what do whatever you want I don't oh care. no I'm too opinionated if I see something I disagree with I will I will voice an really? opinion on it uh, I just don't give a shit I try not to I, I'm not a keyboard warrior so I won't yeah. go on Facebook so if something comes up on Facebook or social media that I don't attend, like I don't agree with yeah like uni lad I've got problems <laughs> I've got real problems with uni lad um, and some of the stuff they've done like recently the Bahamas I was out in Florida when Dorian yeah. was heading fucking straight for us right and I watched on American News all of the, the tracking all of that and then I saw it hover over um, the Grand Bahama Islands mm. uh, I think it's Freeport it was up by up near but um, a Category 5 hurricane <laughs> stalled for 24 hours ne nearly 48 hours I think it was about 36 hours it mm. stalled it went Whoop, I'm going to camp here yeah there were 23 foot storm surges that went from one side of the island to the other yeah 65% of structures were either damaged or completely destroyed yeah a part of this world has been completely changed mm. forever a beautiful beautiful part of the world that I one day would have loved to go to mm. has been absolutely fucking ransacked and all people over here give a shit about is safe space brexit there was about two days worth of footage from what I saw on British news about, oh, there's been a big hurricane in, in the Bahamas, but it's nearly 6,000 miles away, so we're not really that fucking bothered. Mm. People fucking died out there, man. People have had their lives ripped from them, and we're yeah. given a shit about stupid, like, things over here. And I think years ago, I was the same, and, and Unilag come out, that was the point I was trying to make. Do you know what their headline was? What? Hurricane Cat 5 heading straight for Disneyland. Fuck Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how much money and land Walt Disney have? Mm. Fucking billions. So and you're one, you know, they, they can get a hurricane in, in America. It can decimate fucking fantasy town or mm. space land in Disneyland. They have enough workers and enough cash to sweep up, pick it up, repair everything that was damaged and be yeah. open within 24 hours, yeah, yeah, yeah. if not the next day. Yeah. And Unilag come out and say it's fucking heading straight towards Disneyland. And you get all the fucktards, you know, that know absolutely nothing, no education. Mm. Like jokes go straight over their head. Yeah. They're going to be the ones that troll me for fucking going against gender neutral on here and all mm. that bollocks. 
they're on there going, oh no, Mickey Mouse, oh, oh, oh what, what will happen to Minnie? Oh, but I love Goofy, his, his house will get destroyed. Fuck off! 65% of the structures. Yeah. Waves going from one side of, to, of an island to another. People dying. And you're fucking worried about Mickey Mouse? Fuck yourselves. You're the problem. <laughs> you know, you've triggered me now, mate, about my thoughts. You know, yeah, it's saying oh, you don't God. give a fuck about stupid things. No, genuinely. That, and that's my opinion on stuff. And whether or not people but go... I give little fucks to stuff that doesn't care about me. Just just because I don't see that. Oh no, I get triggered. Man. I'm I'm terrible. I'm so easily triggered. I'll be asked to waste my energy on it. it but doesn't... okay, let me come back at you with an argument then. So, what if everyone was like you that didn't give a fuck, that everyone didn't pass would be opinion? So much more happier. Do you think, or would any nothing get changed? Would nothing ever get changed? There has to be someone that. Well, that no, because comes I care about stuff change. that I care about. Okay, fair point. Do you okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I see what you're talking So, okay, so the point from. that I'm trying to make now, which, yeah. until we got on the tangent, is about the stereotypical girl. In terms of childhood, ch- yeah, yeah, children, yeah, yeah, yeah. how, and my parents are bad for this, um, but like, girls should wear pink. And boys should wear blue. No, I, I don't agree with and that. It, it where, really where, pisses me want. off because, yeah, and I'm trying to teach Bella. I'm like, you can wear what you want. Yeah. Like, your bike doesn't have to be pink. Yeah. You do, like, boy, and she's like, oh my God, that boy's wearing pink. And I was like, yeah, I'm I was like, fucking pink. It doesn't matter. Like, that's one thing that annoys me is the way that children are brought up in terms of... I, I put that down to advertising. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, I yeah. think I think there are some very, very seedy... Um, trades that, that or, or traits that happen within, within the advertising industry and mm. I, do, I do find completely agree with you on that and then that comes back to the whole like the, the gender neutral thing yeah 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 you can wear and look and do whatever the fuck you want yeah but ultimately in terms of the hospitals and the scientific research there yeah. are two genders yeah, yeah 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 that's all gender means yeah 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 they're reading too much into it probably yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm reading too much into them wanting to be called something else mm. I am not going to call someone they no. Sorry, you're a boy or a girl, and if if I'm not sure, I'll call you mate. <laughs> <laughs> but what they said? What they said? Look, I I just really want you to call me they. No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't conform to it. Why, Why should I? But but that's their. That's what, what, if, okay, and if they don't like it, don't fucking talk to me again. True. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I if you can't if you want me to respect your opinion and what you want, mm. you need to respect my upbringing and my what what I want. You can't just come out and say, I'm offended, I'm going to say this. Then I'll turn around and say, okay, then you can't call me fat, but you are fat. It's yeah, the same true. thing, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, true, if, yeah. I'm more than happy for you to call me fat. I'm yeah. more than happy. But what if, you, what if you weren't? What if you said, I don't want you to call me fat? I wouldn't. I'm not that sort of person. No, I, no but, but... But what if? Uh, what's the point in thinking about the what ifs? Yeah, true. You know, what but if I just they... Think other people are different, aren't they? They're, they're not wired the, thing. the same way. And I think I you've am, got to have empathy towards... And that comes round to a really good point. I am accepting. I will be anyone's friend. I do not judge. No. I do not care. I will sit down and listen. My door to anyone that needs help is yeah, always yeah, yeah. open. But don't expect me to pander to you. No. And give it to you sugar-coated. No, no, no. I, will I don't think you, you should. No. Blunt to your face how things are. Yeah. And if you can't accept that or you're not strong enough to do that, I'm not the person to help you. So don't seek my help. No. You know, but I do think people need to... I, I don't use the, the term man up. I think that, I think that, that is... 
really wrong. I, I think I think you know blokes should be allowed to cry and you yeah. know show their emotions and stuff like that. I'm a crier. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. if something gets to me, I will cry. I'm, I'm not fucking ashamed to admit that, and no one should be. Um, and I'm more than happy to Do be you, that shoulder for people. But when's the worst time you cried? When's the last time you cried? Last time I cried this week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like what we've had, a, we've had a really, really difficult six months in terms of sales, business, yeah, oh, business-wise. Okay. And sure. I think it's to do with the weather. I think it's to do with Brexit. We've survived. We've broke even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's September though. I think it's a September's weird. September's our changeover month though. We go from being hot to rainy to yeah, yeah, getting yeah. ready for it. But I tell you what, the first, the first, the last couple of days, absolutely fucking smashed it out of the park in yeah, terms yeah, of sales. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the pipeline's back, and I'm happy again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, I, I think a lot of it was. Um, Oh, this is oh, fuck it. We're you know we're all friends here. Last Friday, I went for a medical procedure. Yeah, cosmetic procedure. Okay. What cosmetic procedure did I go for last Friday? Gastro. No, I went for a colonic. It was fucking awful. <laughs> I'm definitely not a homosexual. Let's put it that way. What's that? Colonic irrigation. They stick a tube up your bum oh. and flush you out with water. It's oh, okay. it was oh. of <laughs> it was. I can't believe I'm fucking telling this story. It was. <laughs> Awful. Now, I'm on this weight loss program. I'm raising money for Dementia UK, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I thought it would help with my weight loss. I looked at all the science behind it, mm. spoke to a load of people that had it done before. I basically went into a room with a nurse, stripped down to me, nothing on the, on the bottom. This is a lovely... <laughs> I'm trying to get that image in there, you know, all my jiggly thighs and me, me overhang and all that shit. And I led on my side and she stuck a tube up my ass and filled me with warm water repeatedly and got all the shit out. <laughs> Amazing, yeah, wonderful. The reason I'm saying it is because I'm not, um, I, I, like I said, I did it for, the, um, I did it for the, the benefits. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not bothered about being judgmental. Like, I don't, think, I don't think people should like look at me and go, oh, that's disgusting. I did something fucking hilarious, mm. you know. Um, story, no. It's a story <laughs> to tell, and, and it's now live on a fucking old, old podcast. The reason I did it was for the health benefits. Yeah. Um, and it was an experience, and it's it's little things like that. I've genuinely forgot where I was fucking going with this point now. So I've just basically admitted to fucking something <laughs> ridiculous. Um, where what we where were we going with it? Where were we going before this? Come on, you're the interviewee. Go back. What we interviewer, waiting? you're the interviewee. Oh fuck off! <laughs> just told people I had a tube up my ass. <laughs> Fuck, you so. uh, crying because of the but crying, yeah, okay, about business. Perfect. Thank you very much. Going back to it, might have to edit some of this bit. So yeah, I then went boxing at Scrappers after the clonic. Okay. Right? So I was getting hit in the face. I'd had <laughs> no carbs all day. Thank you very much for bringing me back. So yeah, tube up the bum, go and get hit in the face. I went home and I was so drained. Yeah. I looked at the figures. It was a day where we'd had no sales and we made no money. Mm. And I just broke down. Did you? I literally I was just like, yeah. my fucking like my business coming to an end was September. We should have made this much money. We've only made this much money. We broke even basically, but yeah. we didn't make enough. And I just I thought, is it all fucking worth it? And then I like I genuinely so what got you through it. What what picked you up again? What what was the oh, what did some, you do? I had some carbs. <laughs> <laughs> I had some carbs. No, I, do you know what? I've got a really, really strong um mental stability i yeah. can bring myself back from the brink uh. do you know what do you know what brings me back a lot of the time yeah music yeah every single yeah, time yeah, if yeah, i'm yeah, down yeah. like anytime i'm down i can put on a tune mm. and you I'll, know the tunes that you need to go to yeah like, like a lot of them will be old school trance stuff yeah yeah some of it will be drum and bass yeah um i mean my music taste is again this is a third podcast we could go into about how eclectic it is <laughs> i mean i listen to 
everything. And when I say everything, I fucking mean everything. Whether it's like the New York Dolls from like the punk era or a bit of Iggy Pop, you know, um, moving forward uh, into the rock, like Rage Against the Machine, Disturbed, Prince, 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 fucking love Prince. I mean, I've recently been caning a load of Elton John because I watched Rocket Man. And you know, and then Bohemian Rhapsody came out. I did the same with Queen, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I did the same with Queen. So now I've got a load of Queen in my playlist, but I can literally be sat uh, and my most listened to um, artist of 2018 was Morrissey. Fucking was love, Mor- yeah, fucking love Morrissey. Probably one of the only people that still does. Um, but like, I can go from being listening to like Morrissey, Liam Gallagher, through to like uh, Martha Reeves, Diana Ross, and the Supremes, Roy Orbison. Um, Francois Harvey, I think her name is. She sings in French. I can't fucking speak French. Love the tune. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. sat there going, like, yeah, yeah. working along. So, yeah, an eclectic taste. And I think that. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Um, so, music is essentially Music your is the thing. I literally. Your, yeah. if, if, if you had to make me choose between music and TV, music every day, how many times can you watch a film before it becomes boring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet you can have your favourite song on repeat, repeat for repeat, a fucking repeat, month repeat, 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 until repeat, you go, yeah. oh, actually, maybe I've sung this enough. Yeah. You know, especially when you're trying to learn the words to a yeah, song yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can sing it. Like, I'll put on. A, hundreds of songs and I know the lyrics as soon as it comes on I know the lyrics I've got that Lewis Capaldi song in my head uh, somebody I I love him I really really love him as a personality he tells a good story doesn't he as a musician I don't like him I just it's not I think it's a bit too music nowadays is shit I think music. I think music. Your opinion. I knew. I I think music died, or at least started to die in 1996. Why? Just because Oasis and Nebworth, Mm. they're they gig at Nebworth. That is, in Noel's words, the last that is the greatest collection of music like fans Mm. before the internet. But then I think I think it's just gone a lot more niche. No, I, I don't. I think it, I think I think music. Drum and bass scene's killing it at the moment. Drum and bass scene is amazing, and but, but then the same can be said for like house and and yeah, it's just it's, it's migrating. And, it's probably because I don't appreciate it. Like, but I love all music. Remember, I ran yeah, a trance yeah, yeah. record label for years. Yeah, you know, I've got my opinions about EDM and everything like that. However, um, I I don't think that there will ever be someone who can have as much control over a crowd as Freddie Mercury did at Live Aid. No. He had nearly, what, one billion people yeah, yeah, worldwide. Yeah, 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 and he does yeah. the, hey, oh, you know, you know yeah, go yeah, back yeah, and watch yeah, yeah. it. He basically just I've sings, it so many times, he yeah. sings some notes yeah. and ev- he has everyone eating out the palm of his hands. I don't think music will ever be that that powerful again. You know, Nebworth came close when Oasis came on, you know, back in 96. But then I just think it's gone smaller. I think, I think, I think because of the big media around Live 8 and stuff like that. And, Possibly, yeah. And stuff like that. And it was very much like, you have to listen to this kind of music. Whereas nowadays... You've got the choice to be... You can learn about other things. Like, I didn't know I was into lo-fi house until I came across a playlist on Spotify. And I'm like, actually, I really like this. Like, it's really chill. I could just work to it. I, I, do, but I do think a lot of it... I think it's too manufactured. 
that's my problem. The sound with it. or the just all of it, the, like the artist, just everything. There isn't any. That's why I like Lewis Capaldi. I, as a, a, I disagree. As a, I disagree. No, that's why I like him as a personality. Like I, mm. I think what he's doing, coming on and just doing a stupid video and being himself. Mm. I fucking hands down. I don't like your music, mate, but I like following you. I love yeah, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. he's pissing Noel Gallagher off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you've got to appreciate that Noel Gallagher is one of, if not one of the greatest songwriters to ever live. Mm. You know, okay, you might not, some people might not agree with that, but just look at his back catalogue of yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to give him some level of respect. I do feel that he's using it a little bit to boost his career. His publicity's done. Which I don't think is a good idea. But, I, you know, just be yourself. Noel Gallagher slagged you off. You've had your little joke. Fucking leave it now and get yeah, on with yeah, it. You're yeah. going to now come across like a spoiled little twat mm. but I, I like him I, you know nothing against him you know would, would love to meet him and sit down mm. and have a chat and say find out about his career but I do th you look at the pop music now and like every girl who comes out whether it's um, Ariana Grande yeah Little Mix they're all trying to be this manufactured if you put then this don't on don't listen to that no I don't I, I don't and I, I think I turn it off I haven't heard pop I haven't listened to pop the only song that I heard was Little Mix Wasabi and that's because it came up on TikTok and then I had Bella singing it in Aldi which was kind of embarrassing yeah, I mean, my, it's my not the best song it. to be singing yeah no I know I mean, <laughs> I'm like sound like a whore my girl sing uh, that's tune Shotgun I've been riding shot. Yeah, yeah, my girls Ezra. sing that. Yeah, better do that. And, um, and a lot of it's because it's in the kids' films these days. Yeah, you yeah, put yeah. them on Netflix and then they go, yeah, sit, watch this. And they come out and they're singing bloody, you know, some random song and twerking and shaking oh, their ass. Oh, Aladdin. Just, yeah. What's the song in Aladdin? What, um, Whole New World? Yeah, oh, oh, don't, don't. <laughs> no, no, I've got, I've got images. Bella was singing that. that oh. like, but just that, a whole new world. Like, she yeah. didn't even know the rest of it. Yeah, and yeah, I was no. like, just sing the rest of it. Like, you know, when you get twitching, you're like... Yeah, uh, the one thing I love from my from my recent family holiday, we were sat in, so if I'm ever sat in the car with the kids, I'll put music on. I'll yeah. try and teach them about music. Like good music. About, yeah, 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 good yeah. music and stuff like that. So we had um, we had the Lion King on. Um, I just can't wait to be king. Yeah, and yeah. me and her were literally going for it, full pelt in the car. Neither of us can fucking sing in June. And a family got in the car next to us. And then I sort of noticed it. So I stopped doing what I was doing. And she continued and continued to go. And literally the, the family got out of the car. I opened the window. They stood there and they gave her a stand innovation <laughs> just for singing it. And yeah, yeah, she yeah. absolutely loved it. So no, I, I think the Disney tunes, uh, I think they're really, really good to get kids into. Mm. Maybe the messages behind the Disney films are a little bit darker than anyone realises. But again, another podcast. Yeah. Um, but no, it's been good fun. Nah, have you got any other questions for me? What uh, what's what's your next sort of podcast? What, what have you got a, a next list of guests? Who have we got to look forward to? Who's coming up next? Couple. Uh, so next one is a freelancer who I'm doing some work with. Um, I just like her style. She's a bit different. She's into her kind of environment and stuff. I'm not necessarily into that. That's going to be hilariously different to what we've talked about. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, but that's what I want for the podcast. Is I want different people because yeah. I think you can't. It, 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 what so many people do is they look at certain things so like the Tim Ferriss show or whatever like mm. gets very good people on but they're all very similar and they all read the same books and they all do the same da, 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 da. they have that classic podcast line oh that's a good question yeah everything's a fucking oh, great, good qu great question any question's a good fucking yeah, question yeah, yeah, yeah. because you get to give an you opinion you get to answer it you yeah, get yeah, to yeah, answer yeah, yeah. it oh that's a, what did you have for lunch today oh that's a fantastic question. question I started off with some um, foie gras <laughs> uh, no, fuck off. pasteurized beef yeah there you go <laughs> yeah um 
Yeah, just just different people. I want so obviously, yeah. The next one will be me, just me. I'll talk about it. I'll talk about what I'm doing. Obviously, I'm learning as I'm doing it. So that's the kind of thing I want to do. Is I want to document the process of it, and then I want to give that out to people of like, here's how I got my podcast on. Here's how I got it on Spotify, Apple Music. Here's what the the kit I use. Here's mm. how much it costs. Here's how I edit That's it. That's helpful information, especially yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah. starting a podcast. I've, I've bought uh, two Yeti microphones, USB microphones, because I heard good things about them. Um, but the downfall is I'm going to have to use two laptops to film it um, or to record it. Mm. Whereas you've come in today with a little bit of kit, which you can explain later on, two microphones, boom, you're done. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. I, think I did a lot of research for that. I was like, yeah. I need to know you, which You've one, streamlined yeah. the, the production side of things, which is, which is brilliant. Yeah. And I think I like that is the fact that I can go to them so I can be like, ah, oh, like this person in London or Cornwall mm. or wherever. And I'm like, I really like your stuff. Can I come down and shoot a podcast? Mm. Make a bit of content. Da, da, da. Bang, done. Fair um, point. Any other questions? Um, it's been my lo- longest podcast, so congratulations. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep going now. I'm going to go, right, I'm going to tell you about the times that I forgot to tie my laces and uh, fucking take it on for another two hours. Um... What do you hope for your daughter? You've only got the one daughter, haven't you? Yeah. So what do you hope the next... So when she gets to, let's say, our age, or or, or sort of 18 years old, when she comes of age, what are you hoping the world is like for her? Because I've got such a um, Banksy sort of (laughs) dystopian view about where the world's going to be. But then I'm cynical about a lot of stuff. I, at the end of the day, it's going to be what it is. Like I can't dictate how the world's gonna look. I can't. I can. I can only do the best as I can as a father. Um, and and like, it's quite hard because I'm not with her mother. Okay, fair I think, point. I think we're very different. Yeah. Okay. I fair. don't want to go too in detail. No, no, no. Of course not. Of course not. Very different. Just just as humans, we're very different. We You've very already different got life. that um, like obstacle of there is a separate uh, we've got the same issue with, yeah, with yeah, Corbin yeah, yeah. My, my, my wife's little mm. brother obviously his mum's still with us yeah 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 um, and you've got that level of um, again comes straight back down to discipline yeah you've got two different views of discipline yeah 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 and she's got two different ways of getting information and, yeah. and learning things and, and if like, mum don't give her one thing oh dad can I have this yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah, you yeah. can then you go back what the fuck did you get her a pony for yeah, you're like yeah. well she asked for one yeah, like yeah. I'm only really giving her what she wants I think yeah I think it's the opposite though like is her mum will give it to her and you're, she, you're yeah and you're, I'm very much like if you want it you can do your chores and earn the money you've got to be like that you've got to do like, and I think that's one thing I like about my parents is the fact that they they taught me that shit doesn't come for free you have to go out there and work work for it they'll help me yeah i'm very very supportive of, of my business and starting this and and if if like if it's supportive of bella having a, having her buy stuff like clothes and yeah, yeah. things like that um but ultimately if they they, they if i want to get a bit of kit or something then go and buy it because yeah that's you that, that, it. Like, do you know what i had the same i had the same sort of values put into me which is yeah. why why I can set up and you know businesses and stuff like that from scratch however I did have a few years where I took advantage of it yeah uh, and I th- and that's the you know I don't regret anything I've done in my life because no. I wouldn't be the person I am today had I not faced the challenges and the situations I put myself into yeah. so that is one big bit of advice I can give to people say look it doesn't matter if you've you know drunk too much alcohol on a night out took a substance that you shouldn't have taken if you've said a white lie to someone in, in to further your position 
you are a human being. You are allowed to make mistakes. Yeah. Just make sure that if you do make a mistake, you learn from it, you grow you from it, to it. And yeah, and you take ownership of own it. it. Yeah, that, is, that is one massive thing. Like, if I. probably the benefit of having a child at 19. And yeah, that it's taught me. Yeah, it's <laughs> taught me that. Yeah, again, I was not far behind. You're 23. Mm. Um, yeah, you need to make sure that, you know, you're doing the right thing and you're doing it for the right reasons. And yeah. at the end of the day, if you can still sleep and look at yourself in the mirror, mm. you're, you're doing the right things. And if anyone out there is struggling, because I know this is a big thing at the moment, especially with men's suicide rates and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and I, I, it's affected my family. I've been there as well. You know, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, I've, I've stood on that bridge like anyone else has. Yeah. You know, when times have got hard, just go and fucking talk to someone. Mm. Maybe not a doctor, may, even if it's your best friend, your partner. If you've got to sit on the bench or bus next to someone and just say look i'm really struggling i just need to talk most people in this world if you said that to them would sit down and do it i'm not saying go speak to some crackhead down the you know <laughs> so you go ah, how's your life on crack i'm really depressed at the moment <laughs> just go and get get the help you need i think yeah i think but and i think more people need to ask yeah I'm are you okay yeah, yeah are you sure just you're like, okay because you can you can see you can read it can't you like you you'd be surprised i don't think i don't i i, I kind of disagree some some cases you can yeah yeah, yeah. now i am like the happiest go lucky person in the world i've always got a smile on my face yeah if you didn't know nowadays yeah that i'd had addiction issues mm. that i'd done things that i shouldn't have done um and i've had three suicide attempts mm, twice stood on a bridge once tried to overdose Shit. You know, and something on all of that. I'm, I'm not scared to admit no, it. No, no. And again, I'm not trying to have that label where I'm like, oh, me too, me too. You know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I've yeah. been there, I've done that, I've changed. No, fuck that. I've made my own mistakes, I've dealt with them. Yeah. However, I don't think anyone would have known the struggles that I was going through because I was too proud. Mm. Uh, and I actually disagreed when I was in that situation about going to talk to people it's only since Wait, if I've someone said i think you should go and talk to it's someone. only since i've managed yeah, to get yeah. myself out of it and i've looked back mm. hindsight's a fucking wonderful thing um it's one of my favorite things but in the world people did try to talk to you though it's just your ego you know what? And your... possibly yeah i, I don't i if, if they if, said oh you need to go and talk to someone or you need to po possibly did do, do you know what i probably and, and when those comments come at me just, water off the duck's back yeah, 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 yeah in yeah, one yeah, ear out the fucking yeah. other i ignored it's it it's kind of a bit of both isn't it really but i think i do think there needs to be more conversation around, are you okay? Like, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I respect the fact that you can call the Samaritans, you can call someone on the end of the phone. Um, I respect the fact that some counsellors need to make a, make a living. Mm. However, it's another thing that I think should be more, more funded by the government. There should be places, there should be, as you've got a walk-in centre for, um, for the NHS, mm. there should possibly be some sort of, and I, you know, I'm not an expert in this, it may, there may be cons, but on the face of it, having a walking centre, just be able to walk in and say, look, I'm really, really struggling today. Yeah. Can I just sit somewhere safe? Even if you put them all in a room together mm. with some board games or a free cup of coffee, just a sports hall somewhere. That yeah. If you're in trouble, mm. you can just go there and say, I need to sit with someone. I mm. need that connection. I need that human being. It's all about connections. It's the same with music. Mm. I've got a connection to it. Same with talking to people. I've got a connection to it. Same with the reason my kids are the best thing in the world. Connections. That's yeah. that's what life is about, is connecting with people and connecting with, with things, nature, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, yeah. So is that a, is that a good good place to end? You know? We, so. are we, are we gonna we'll go, go on, on another tangent? Yeah, we're going to go back onto porn. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it?
what do we even talk about? I don't know. We're I not getting over yeah, yeah, it. Just don't read. Um, there's no no need for recaps on this one. So, <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But if anyone wants to find out more information or contact you, how can they do that? Um, so obviously, yeah, I run um, incarcerated live escape rooms. I actually didn't talk much about it, which is amazing. So you got off light. Um, we were, uh, like I said earlier on, the first in the in Swindon. Uh, we are still the biggest independent escape room company. Um, we've got nearly a thousand five star reviews. We work with Nationwide, Zurich, Honda. We we work with everyone to do team building. We've had every friends, families in for for fun and games. We are a fun business. We are. We have a slightly unprofessional pr- approach to things because you are paying f- for a good time when you come to us. So we make sure we are entertaining and you have a giggle when you come in. So Sounds a bit like a club 18. No, we're, we're good. We're, we, we appeal to everyone. So to find us, Facebook is Incarcerated Swindon. Um, Twitter is Incarcerated UK. We're on Instagram. Uh, if you search uh, Incarcerated Swindon on mm. Google, you will find us. Um, what about you as a personal brand? Me as a personal brand, you just find me on Facebook. Yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, uh, yeah LinkedIn. LinkedIn's my business side. Facebook's my normal side. Um, and maybe one thing I should say, if any of the conversations that we've had today have offended um, or caused any triggers or anything like that, A, I apologise. B, I'm more than happy to talk about them openly. Uh, and C, I haven't directed them at anyone personally. They are just my opinion, taken with a pinch of salt. I'm essentially a nobody in a world of nearly 8 billion people. You can find different content that's more entertaining that you maybe agree with. Um, but yeah, There's if you need... other episodes if you want to have a look. Yeah, yeah, have a look, <laughs> have a look at the other episodes. They may be a little bit more PC. Um, but no, importantly, if anyone has been affected by any of the conversations we've had, either talk it's to like us MTV disclaimer it is at the end well, you've got, you got, you got, like, you got to yourself yeah. at the end of the day go, go and get help go and talk um, to people go and talk to people and that is the message we're saying we're talking to each other you're listening do you know what I mean if that helps you at all um, it's fine but mm. ultimately be yourself yeah be bold be creative yeah. be there you go look at that <laughs> you know this is not an at podcast <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>